with the kid now, McLovin. The Last week on The Hideout, we heard about El Jefe's issues with the future mother-in-law. We watched Satchel Patch eat his own boogers. We talked about everyone's perfect woman and laughed about what my perfect woman is. And we talked about things that end relationships. Now you're up to date with the Kid McLovin's Hideout Minute. Three fans that are down in the paddock watching all the action right now. We're going to join Papa B, Ron and Joe. All right, thanks very much. You know, it's interesting. A little bit later in the program, we're going to hear from Steve Coffin. He talked about the tremendous pressure that was involved in the three weeks behind the, between the Preakness and the Belmont. The interviews, satellite interviews, this is going back well before ESPN and those things becoming commonplace. Seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you. An eye ready to blink. So face forward. With arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and we're loyal from the base. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. The Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! Jeffy? I guess so. You've been with the show this long and you said El Jeffy? <laughs> what, what, what's new? What are you doing? Uh, welcome to the hideout. It is Saturday night. It is Hefe and Dubs. And we are actually live on 106.7 WJFK on this Saturday night. And the last two shows have been live to tape. We are live right now. However, you cannot call us. Appar- <laughs> apparently, global warming has attacked the phones. And so you cannot get in at the moment. However, to prove that we are live, you can hit up the instant messenger. That is Hideout Radio. I had some people jumping in kind of early to say hey to us, see if we were live this week or if it was going to be another live tape show. Uh, I want to say hi to the J. Rich Show. They're a big fan of us. And uh, he's telling me how much he loves us and our humor. Fantastic. Well, of course. Why wouldn't you? We're geniuses. That's why we're on the radio. Yeah. Jay Rich Show. Uh, Nonetheless, that's me, Al Hafe. That is Jay Doves. That is the Satchel Patch. Come on, Jeffy. The Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin running the board on the other side. So we are here with you for the next three hours taking you up to Joe Radio. Again, if you want to join us, you can get on the Hideout Insta Messenger. That is Hideout Radio. Uh, as well, the uh, MySpace page is myspace.com slash hideout radio. And the fan board is hideoutheretics.net. That is hideoutheretics.net. You can download every show that we've probably ever done, including the early run on WJFK when we did light, uh, late nights and Saturday nights, all the stuff from Real Radio 104.1 in Orlando, all the various stuff we've done on XM and etc. But uh, the hideout on Saturday night is your place to come in and hang out with your buddies with no consequences. So whenever you get in, you can use an alias uh, if we can ever get these phones up and rolling at some point during this Saturday night show. How is everybody? How you doing? It's not, uh, that, not that bad. It's been a while since we've actually been in here live, and uh, I'm happy to be here back. Rolling with the satchel patch. Yeah, you sound excited. Yeah. Uh, what about you over there, satchel patch? It's it's good to be back, and uh, 
got to be careful. On pins and needles. Why is that? I don't know. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of live radio. It's always good with the edit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last couple of weeks, we've uh, I've been traveling, so I haven't mm-hmm. really had the opportunity to be in here live with you guys. And so we did, you know, we did the live the tape, and we even taped the shows out of order and then placed them back in. But I can't tell you how many hours of editing had to go in that Dubs had to do because Satchel Patch couldn't edit himself. I tell you what, it's, it's odd. You know, I've always done grandmother radio and, and eat this because it's healthy and, you know, it'll resveratrol, drink a glass of red wine a day. And I've never actually had the chance to unleash in the hideout or like I have been able to in the hideout. It's always been, you know, sitting in the garage with, with your boys and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, when, you're, when, you're, when you're talking as buddies, it's a little bit harder to kind of sense yourself. And that's why, you know, when you're a new member of the show, there, there's some uh, growing pains with your speeches. Uh, by the way, just so you know what exactly the hideout is, it is that exactly what the Satchel Patch said. If you're, uh, you know, if it's your buddies gathering in the garage, gathering at the bar, gathering in the locker room, just hanging out, talking like dudes. That's why we use aliases. That's why we use Hefe and Dubs. During the week, we're other people. We got other jobs. We got to tend to. Uh, but here on a Saturday night, we can step into the hideout. And we can actually be ourselves. So that's what we're excited to talk to you guys over the next three hours. Again, the Instant Messenger is Hideout Radio if you want to chat. Dubs handling that one for now. Uh, during this first hour, just like you do if you haven't seen your buddies all week, it's the opportunity to talk about what happened over the last uh, week since we last got together. For us, it's actually been a week and a half. Uh, later on, we're going to have a game show. A game show that we put together figuring we would have access to phones, mm-hmm. but since we don't, we may do it strictly on the Instant Messenger, which yeah. I think will be a new one. Because we do have prizes to give away. We have uh, a screening to Get Smart with Steve Carell, mm-hmm. that new movie. So uh, maybe we'll do it on the IM. You have to be in D.C. to win. We have a, a lot of national listeners. So if you're in D.C. and you want to go see Get Smart with Steve Carell, jump on the Instant Messenger, AOL Instant Messenger. The name is Hideout Radio. So you got that opportunity for you. First of all, all right, Russ, the biggest news this week, I, mean, I got some really fun stuff I want to bring up to you guys because I don't know what exactly popped to you. Mm-hmm. But I guess you got to talk about it. I mean, whenever we get together with your boys, you're always going to talk about what's going on in the world. And I guess the biggest thing that's going on in the world is that it's going to be Obama versus McCain. And, uh, yeah. It's with going- Hillary officially saying, ah, I'm out today. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be officially the race of races. We'll see how, how far that goes because you know it's going to be beaten into the ground. It's already started. Uh, Rush Limbaugh came out on his show today and said the only only thing he has going for him is that he's black. That's the only reason he's the candidate. Well, of course, because, you know, uh, otherwise, you know, that's what Wesley Snipes has going for him. That's what every black, that means every black guy could be president then because that's, being black's always been one of those things that helps get you over and helps get you into being president. And uh, if you don't vote for him, you're racist, uh, you know, because why aren't you, why aren't you, you're not voting for him because he's black. That's your problem. But see, that was the whole point, too, that was kind of odd that people have, like, if you didn't vote for Hillary, you yeah, hated you women. women. If you don't, well, of course we hate why, women. I, I don't understand why it's not on the issues, but yeah, you're right. We, uh, we do feel that way towards women in this country, and I think it's maybe validated. But I, I do think that, uh, it should be on the issues. It shouldn't be. I'm not. I'm not voting for Obama because I think he's going to spend us into oblivion. That's why I'm not voting for him. Because you think he's going to spend us into oblivion? Yes. As opposed to the Republicans that have been in over the last seven years. Hey, I, I wouldn't be voting for Romney if it was him up there. But why I'm does, voting for McCain. Well, uh, hold on. This is what's interesting to me. 
Mr. I'm in debt man. Hmm? Why is it for you all of a sudden the budget? Why does this matter so much to you? Why is this something personally about spending in oblivion? Why is Because that- I am in debt. And I am, you know, trying to make ends meet. And if I'm going to the supermarket, I don't want to have to pay $5 for a bushel of bananas. Uh, all right, but you don't think that McCain and wanting to keep this war going, that's not, a keep, that's not going to keep everything as far as spending goes? <laughs> it, it's, we're going to be in there no matter what. No, we're not. We're, yes, somebody we needs are. to kill them. Uh, who kill who? The, uh, the Iraqis <laughs> and, the, and the Taliban and the crazies. Jesus, who am I hanging out with? Wait, Wait, are y'all both Republicans now? I'm Republican. I, I, I'm kind of in between, but too. I think they need to be killed. I'm in between, and that's why I am voting for Sexualities? McCain. Sexualities? No. I, that's why I am voting for McCain is because he is the most in-the-middle, middle-of-the-road guy. If I could vote for, uh, uh, if if the poor man was still alive, Saddam Hussein, I'd vote for him. I'd reinstate him. Because he was doing a good job keeping them in check, killing them when they needed to be killed. Yeah. Bush apparently didn't think he was doing a good enough job killing his own people. I said, look, son, this is how you're going to do it. I'm getting rid of you, and I'm wiping out half the race. Which, but you know, now it's all chaotic. Bush, where he he didn't follow up on his plan. He thought he could go in there and kill a couple of them and keep them in check. No, you got to roll with the iron fist like Hussein did. He would kill them and, and kept them in line at the same time. All right, I gotta admit I'm smiling because this is exactly the stupid conversation you have on Saturday night when you've been <laughs> drinking with your buddies about the war. Um, if you want to get in, a hideout radio is the instant messenger. I say we go over there with an atomic bomb and turn that place into a plate of glass. Uh, that's that's not near as fun. I I selectively do it. Send some guys over there, pick them off one at a time, kick the kids, give them a soccer ball, and, and let them go play in the yard while you go wipe out their parents. All right, so you guys... I say hide a bomb in the soccer ball. All right, but you guys are for real. You When did you dubs? Because you've been on this McCain and 08 kick ever since we were in Orlando. Yeah, I, I think I, I know like the reason. Why, why do you think that? It happened to me, too. I used to be consider myself a, a Democrat. Uh, uh, yeah, because you're running around in Speedos handing out gay porn at parades. Well, you know, it's, it's, I think it's that job, the job he currently has. No, this is way before that job that I was I was screaming McCain in 08. Really? Way before. This was probably four years ago. What on earth makes you think that John McCain would make the economy any better? Um, I think that he... Here's a man that didn't even handle his own finances correctly running his campaign, has had some questionable things come up when it comes to campaign finance himself, but here you have a Barack Obama who came up with a whole new way of raising millions and millions of dollars to pay for his campaign. Because he's not in debt. He went to Memphis and put a hat on the ground and tap danced for everybody and says, look at me, I'm yeah, black, I can dance. Tip me. We aren't going to be able to, to fund this uh, nation on PayPal. It's not going to work like that. Yeah, why not? Why don't you have the foresight? You got a, you got McCain who doesn't even know what PayPal is or what YouTube is or what Craigslist well, he is. he can't reach his hands up to the uh, keyboard. Do not worry about that. He has the mind it to is get the, it done. It is the hideout, FN Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. It is. It's that stupid roundtable conversation about politics with your dumb hick friends. Dude. Seriously, that's, I, that's where I'm stuck. They need to be killed. Um, talking about the Iraqis, he is. All right, now let me ask you about this. And everybody go to my MySpace, myspace.com slash jdubs517 and, and add John McCain. He's on my top friends. Adam. Uh, let me ask you about this. They the report came out this week about joblessness. Yes. And it being up like it's shooting up like half a percentage point or whatever and this whole thing about oil is now at a record high price mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. They're saying it could get over 150 a barrel by July 4th. Are you guys affected at all gas prices? Is that, uh, is it bumming you out a little it bit? Was, yeah. It, it's not it's not killing me. Shoot. 
You're in debt. You live on a budget. What do you mean it's not killing you? It's not killing no, you because no, no, no. All, everything's roses now because McCain's no, going to come no, in. No. It's, no. It, it, what it is is an extra probably $75 a month. Which is a lot. And you have that? That's but my. It, then your not, rent needs to go that's up. That's a week and a half of groceries for me. It's not killing them. An extra bull. I don't drive as far. I don't when I I drive my car back and forth from work and that's it. Yeah. If I go pay bills, if I go somewhere, I'm riding on my bicycle. Why use the internet? To what? To pay your bills. I don't bro. even know it. Y'all talking about McCain doesn't know what Craigslist. Y'all had to show me what Craigslist was. I don't know how to use stuff on the internet. People can get it, right? Like if I put my information out there, if I put you think I'm gonna use my bank this card on the internet? This is in nineteen ninety seven. I know. We can get. We can do basically anything on the internet. Exactly. Like get my can... credit card number. Well, I may not know how to do it, but I know some jackass that's 15 years old is out there buying porn and his flat screen DVDs with my credit card and number. And don't ma- don't worry about it. They're going to uh, the the credit card companies give you all that money back. But my credit is shot. Oh, who cares? I use cash anyway. Then use your debit card. No, I don't use debit cards. I use cash. I'm a cash kind of guy, and my internet does not take cash. Uh, not yet. My apartment complex doesn't either. Either you can't use cash no. anymore. No, and that what's weird too. Like you never. You like, need to always get a, a cashier's check or write a check. You can never walk into a place to pay a bill with cash or anything like that. They take cash at some of the local stores still. Right. But you can't pay any bills in cash. You can't send an envelope of. $75 for electric, you have to get a cashier's check or a full check. I saw a hooker this past weekend with a debit card machine stuck <laughs> on her hip. And that's just the way she rolls. Uh, has, has the, so has the gas price really kept you from doing anything? Like, for me personally, it's kept me from going to church and volunteering <laughs> with artistic kids. <laughs> so it's really hurt me. Uh, you know, I'm not able to go and out and serve I the mean, Lord. it... it, it gives me an excuse to get out of stuff like you said but it hasn't stopped me from doing anything it, honestly the gas thing has kept me from doing quite a bit of things like what? like like i said i'll only drive back and forth to work and used to as a year ago i mean it would take me thirty dollars to fill up my tank now it's fifty dollars that's an extra twenty dollars now let's say that was I your have, fault for buying that brand new hummer you have no i don't have a hummer what I do you dri- have? I dri- a little two-tone honda Accord. <laughs> two-tone it's more like five dude it's, it's actually it's a, it's a honda it's a honda who pt model and uh, so, like, I'd say go to a baseball game, which is about 15, 20, 30 miles away. I won't drive that far because the round trip back and forth is maybe $10 worth of gas. Or instead of filling up once every two weeks, I'll have to fill up once a week. And filling up once a week, boom, that puts me over budget. I can't buy groceries or I can't mm-hmm. go to, you know, something else that I was planning on doing. What about you, Dubs? The only ass you can pull is at least an hour away. Has it kept you from getting any uh, at all gas prices? Um, Well, I wrote a poem. We're going to do some poetry later, and it kind of talks about it. But I did get laid last weekend. What? And, uh, yeah, I, it didn't stop me from driving. Congratulations, man. It did cost me about 40 bucks. Really? That's pretty cheap these days. That's yeah. not bad. 40 bucks to get to Orlando and back, but... Oh. Oh, you went to Orlando. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. But you ended up... So you ended up driving... To Orlando. About an hour round trip. For those of you that maybe don't know, we are doing this show from our hideout in Tampa, Florida. Mm. Uh, but, uh, wow, you drove nearly 100 miles to get some ass. Um, what well, that would be about, yeah, about 160 miles, uh, both, like, uh, round trip. Wow. Was it worth it? Yeah. And But you figured as much in gas, it was worth it as well. Oh, of course, because, you know, uh, I, if I were to stick around here and get a Craigslist girl... 
it would have been about 75 bucks for the treatment I got. Um, so I actually saved 15. Oh, nice. It's a nice classy chick. Yeah. Uh, it is the Hideout Hefe and Dubs 106.7 WJFK here in this first hour when we get together on a Saturday night just going over through some of the, uh, the bigger things that made headlines this week. Speaking of money, did you see Ed McMahon? Ed McMahon, of course, yeah. the um, used to be the sidekick for Carson. Yeah, walks up to all his homes with the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstake. Which he is, should have kept one of those checks. Yeah. Which is just like the ultimate irony. Well, he was on Larry King talking about like how he's just completely broke now. And uh, I wanted to play that for you really quickly. You know, it's a combination. It's like a perfect storm. Uh, the economy problems. Uh, selling a house right now is a, a, a tremendous operation to sell a house. We've had this house on the market for two years. We've shown it, I don't know how many, 50 organizations or people. Nobody has made an offer. I mean, it's just, and it's a lovely home. I, I, I hate to leave it. I want to keep the home. It sounds to me like he just went on to Larry King's show mm-hmm. to sell this house. Like, he called Larry King and was like, hey, man, I'm about to hit foreclosure. Can you help me out? Can you help a brother out? I'm going to come on, and I'm just going to talk about how great my home is, and maybe I can sell it on CNN. People are having a hard enough time selling, like, a $70,000 home. How because much? it actually probably cost around 15000 yeah, well, I mean, this one this one should only probably go for... Six bedroom, five bathroom. Who on earth needs that anyway? See, isn't that kind of the whole problem that we're in right now anyway? Because everything is to act excess. How big is your house, Satchel Patch? Uh, you know, my apartment, maybe? Yeah. 650, hmm, yeah, 650 square foot. Like, is it one bedroom one or is bedroom. it a studio? Yeah, that, that, one that, bedroom. That's not that big. That's small. Yeah. What's the amount of space that you're living in right now, Dubs? Uh... Basically the size of a walk-in closet. It really is. He's got a very large walk-in closet that Dub's living in mm. right now in my me place. Me and my dog. Yeah, him and his dog together uh, at my place with me and my chick. And so my whole point to this is, this is Ed McMahon's fault. You know what I mean? Like, mm. do you feel sorry for the old man at all? Hell no. Why would you feel sorry for some guy who, who overspends and lives this lavish lifestyle Throwing his money here, throwing his money yeah, there. When he, I'm sitting here working a budget, eating fifty dollars worth of groceries a week, this guy wasn't a one-hit wonder. He, had, he was on Carson, then he did Star Search, and he's been collecting money from the elderly off of uh, Publishers Clearinghouse for how long? Oh. It, it's ridiculous. Well, let me ask you about this though. Do you feel sorry at least for athletes? Athletes who uh, all, that in, like Evander Holyfield. He had a hundred and nine bedroom house, a twenty million dollar home with a hundred and nine bedrooms. That he's having to foreclose on. Is that not insane? At least Ed McMahon was, you know, kind of halfway. Oh, How many bedroom. bedrooms? 109. That's, that's a hotel. Well, that's no what way, I said. There's no way it was 109. 109 houses. It's, it's right outside of Atlanta. It's a $20 million home that, that he is having to foreclose on. 109 bedrooms. What in the hell Look do you do up. with 109 bedrooms? The Fight, Kid McLovin. Lightnews.com. Look that up, the Kid McLovin, and find out. ESPN.com. Go to ESPN.com. A hundred and nine. What am I looking up? I was listening to the race. Uh, yeah, we got him in the other room. So yeah. how, how's McCain doing? No, he's listening to the uh, the horse race. Oh. Um, look up how many bedrooms that Edward. Um, what's his name? Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield. How many? Evan bed- Fields would be his steroid name. So Evander look, Holyfield. Yeah. Got it. How many bedrooms does that has on his home? We're gonna race. That's about to foreclose. Here's some more of Ed McMahon. Well, I want this all to work out. You know, you, if you spend more money than you make, you know what happens, and uh, it can happen. You know, a couple of uh, divorces flown in, a few things like that, That's and uh, 
you know, you know, things happen. You want everything to be. I'm gonna back him up on that. A guy that's been divorced, it's, yeah, and about to get married again. Uh, I can see where <laughs> I could easily bite you in the ass. <laughs> I'm starting to feel a little bit bad for All this right, guy. I found the story. Let me. Uh... Let me scroll down here real quick and see if I can find the amount of bedrooms. I got right, right here. I got the headline. Holyfield denies 109-room house is in foreclosure. 109 bedrooms? What do you do with that? Is like, is, is it furnished? Because I picture it almost like a hotel or a Best yeah. Western where it's just a line of rooms. So he throws these lavish parties that are, you know, that are just grand. And he's like, all right, everybody just crash Why here. didn't he just turn it into something where you could rent it out? Like you could go stay at Evander Holyfield's house for, you know... Ninety-nine bucks a night. Why didn't he do fifty-four thousand square foot? Has one hundred and nine rooms, including seventeen bathrooms, three kitchens, a bowling alley. The estate is valued at ten million. I read uh, earlier it was twenty million, but it's now saying about ten million. That's only worth ten million dollars. That sounds like it should be a whole yeah. lot more. And first of all, Evander, you can't have one hundred and nine bedrooms and only seventeen bathrooms. That's and all. And only that ha- seems stupid. And making all this money off of how many fights did he have in his life? Uh, it Thirty. Too many. Too many. Wasn't he that. considering coming back though? Yeah, he he did. He did fight. And uh, you know, people were wondering, is Evander too old to fight? Is he? Old? And I was like, he's not bro- too you know, broke to fight. And, and he, if he he won the fight, actually, yeah, he didn't die. He lost, <laughs> but uh, he didn't die. I consider that a victory. Right. Uh, it is the Hideout Hefe at Dubs one hundred six point seven WJFK. Wow. Do you think he's now going to have to go to, like, an MMA? Because you're real big in MMA, boxing. Uh, Satchel Patch over there really is kind of our fighting expert. Do you think he's going to have to – do you think he'll step into MMA or something? On the senior circuit, maybe. No, hell no. How about him versus Kimbo? No way in hell. Kimbo would kill him. Really? L.A. Evander, at at his state – now, he has been on steroids because he did have – he got caught with – you know, it was coming in the mail to his house Mm – but he used a code name. It was mailed to Evan Fields at mm-hmm. the same the same address, and he really threw him off with that <laughs> oh, one. Oh, yeah, the 109-bedroom house. Uh, yeah. Is, does Evan Fields live here? No, this is Evander's house. Right, or Holyfield's <laughs> house. You got it totally wrong. But uh, <laughs> I see an easy mistake. I'll take it. I know him. I'll give it to him. Uh, <laughs> he's written one of the rooms. But he's, he's stupid. I mean, you know, you get hit in the head like that. And if he went to the MMA with no gloves and stuff like that, one or two shots could... Send him to his grave. But don't you think he'd rather that than the whole idea of the foreclosure and everything, losing that house? If you're about to lose that place, wouldn't you rather just put put a shotgun in your mouth than have to move out of that and move into some, you know, regular old six-bedroom house? Some rent-own uh, uh, condo. You got something the kid McLovin Yeah, has? six, six rooms, seven uh, bathrooms. That's for, that's for Ed McMahon. Right. Is that who I said for you to look up? Yes. Oh, man, I'm in Evander Holyfield. I already had that information. Thank you, the kid. Yeah, 109 rooms. That's uh, all right. Don't worry about it. 17 bathrooms, three kitchens, (laughs) a bowling alley. King Ralph. And he said, actually, that that, the the estate is valued at $10 it says. Did you not hear him? I I thought thought he said 20. I thought I was getting an echo through my headphones. He rattled off the exact same. I thought he said 20 million. Okay, Okay, that's fine. I heard you the first time. Are you not? Are you are you like the kid and you're listening I'm to something to look else? Up this stuff, so I was trying to find it. <laughs> First of all, the kid gives the information that I already had on Ed, Ed McMahon. McMahon, and then you rattle off that information about ten minutes ago, <laughs> and then Dubs. I was looking up the stuff. <laughs> Dubs is sitting there like he's got something brand new to bring to the table. I don't know if you guys knew this, but he had 109 <laughs> bedrooms. I got something real new. Did you know he also had 17 bathrooms? 
Three kitchens. Oh, Say there. something interesting and me, like the listeners, will start paying attention. Oh, and there's a bowling alley. Oh, now you put this on us, huh? Yes. It's the hideout, Hefando. <laughs> 106.7 WJFK. Hey, hey, hey. I'm J-Dubs. I got brand new news. <laughs> Hillary Clinton just dropped out. I don't know if you guys heard about this. It's going to be Obama versus McCain. What are you talking about, Jeff A? <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. On the flip side, I got a story of a kid that survived an abortion and how he's going to grow up to have a normal life. And I thought you were going to say Superman. And then also, too, Dubs, uh, you seem frustrated over there. What's going on? No, go ahead. You guys show. Awesome. Finally. Tefe in the Satchel Patch on 106.7 WJFK. Back after this. Hideout. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. Hideout. Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Hideout. Everybody's out of work. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Back in the hideout, Hefe and Dubs. 106.7 WJFK. Phones are down right now, so if you want to contact the show, get on your AOL Instant Messenger, 800, oh, sorry, AOL Instant Messenger, Hideout Radio. You're having a bad day over there, Dubs. What's wrong, my man? Nothing. Before the break, you're just repeating everything that's already been said on the show. Because I was looking it up for your request. Oh, hey, the, uh, the Belmont's on. Look at that. Um, Where's Big Brown? Looks like he's oh, in, there he is. He's in third. Hey, let me ask you this: Triple Crown, overrated? Yes. For horse, do you consider it a sports achievement? No. It, I mean, I guess you can consider the uh, the horse the athlete, but and how how is that even considered a sport, though? It's a race. Does it does it matter to you? Like, does it kind of upset you that ESPN has gotten into the business? Of watching horses and spelling bees and stuff. And poker. Yeah. All this stuff that's not actually sports. Some of it may be entertaining, but they aren't sports. But they, they actually don't throw it all, all the time. I don't mind it for the Triple Crown. Show me the Kentucky Derby. Why? The, the Belmont. What, what, what I enjoy it? horse racing. That's, that's you have money on them? I don't have money on them. But then how I, can I, you enjoy it? I used to bet on horses quite a bit, and I'd like to see if uh, the horse can do it. Did you, put, I, did you put any money down on the uh, on the Belmont and the Triple Crown? No, I did not. I don't mind people watching stuff they have money on. But that's what, makes makes it, that's what makes it a sport you can bet on. Maybe. No. Yeah. You can bet on the political race. Yeah, right. you can bet on the politics. You can bet on how many times Dubs is going to repeat something in the show. There's a lot of stuff that People you can... People will be making a killing tonight. There's a lot of stuff you can end up betting on. And it, here they come down the stretch. It is the Hideout FN Dubs 106.7 WJFK live on this Saturday night. Ooh, Big Brown's getting killed. Yeah, no, just, he's coming up on the outside as they come around the last turn. Yeah, they are. he is getting smoked. Watch this, though. This isn't going to... It's not going to Big Brown's going to turn it on right it's now. It's over. It's over? It's already over. Thanks for ruining it. No, no, no. He's not, it's not over. He's not going to win. That's what I was saying. Oh, I thought you already knew the outcome, and you're ruining it for us. He's not going to win. I'm watching right. the same TV you guys are watching. Yeah. 100 yards to go. He's not going to do it. He's running away. All right, that's awesome. I like it. I like the fact that he didn't win. That's great. Why do you like that? I don't know. I just... He didn't seem like a worthy candidate. 
Why? He had a he's cracked hook. Like, he's like Mitt Romney. He didn't seem like he was a worthy candidate, candidate or Bob Barr, the libertarian <laughs> that's uh, in this race. Wow, I wasn't even close, though. No. Uh, Big Brown just got flushed down the toilet. They said he uh, that uh, Big Brown's ready to go. He, his cracked hoof wouldn't come into play. They had hoof specialists on TV. Wouldn't you be hitting them right now? Like, just upset? I, no, I'd be hitting the hoof specialist just for being a hoof specialist. Yeah, who gets that gig? Hoof this. Um, does this mean he's going to get turned into glue? Like, no, what happens from here? I hope so. I, I was thinking, I was watching, for, waiting for him to crumble, but he never crumbled. He's still walking on all four, so. There'd like... be glue that wouldn't stick. Uh, does that happen, though? Do they really turn them into glue? Uh, turn them into glue? Is of that course the truth? they do. It has to come out. That, that rumor has to come out somewhere. I didn't think that was true, though. I was told that that wasn't actually true, that horses aren't turned to glue. It may not be anymore, but at one point it had to be. You want to look that up, and then I'll have Satchel sure. find it first, and then you can repeat what Satchel says? Don't even look for it. Seriously. I am. I need you concentrating on the show, something you have not done so far. Uh, wow. Yeah, I hate the fact that it's considered to be an actual sport. Like, everybody kind of gets into it. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem it doesn't seem right that you sit there and you watch horses. Like, these guys aren't athletes. They're athletes, and uh, an animal cannot be considered an athlete. It's it's completely um, non-related to sports whatsoever. It, it's, a, uh, it's entertainment. You're betting on it. You're excited. You're hoping you're going to win some money. What but would, What would you consider more, like, what is a more legitimate thing for ESPN to cover? All right? Mm-hmm. The horse racing, the spelling bee. Um, or the idea of like MMA or something along those lines. MMA is MMA more legitimate? How come they don't cover it? Like, why? Why is it that ESPN refuses to cover MMA in the way that they cover the spelling bee and poker and also to horse racing? ESPN doesn't refuse. Honestly, the MMA is or the UFC actually being the best, you know, MMA product. Uh, they're owned by. Uh, Spike TV and, and all these people and Showtime and stuff like that, and they will they not. Could have, they could have jumped into the game a little bit sooner though, and, they... and gotten because what? Who was it? ABC? Did they they pick up or was CBS. It CBS? CBS picked up that other one, and they're running that. There's other promotions out there to jump onto, but like, and if they jump onto ESPN, it's going to be one. Of, it, it automatically makes it one of the bigger uh, promotions. Is, it, is that like if it has the ESPN brand, then somehow it gets legitimized, and ESPN feels like maybe they're above that, but yet they'll take on poker and they'll pay, they'll take on stuff like like they're, spelling bees. They're going to throw somebody a bone. It's entertainment. So if if they're going, it's all about you know getting the ratings, the money. If they can make money and then off of it, and they have what five different ESPN stations. They'll throw it on one of them if they can make money off of it. Do you think that maybe two MMAs, like, we don't want you, ESPN, because you're doing stupid stuff like that. You're picking up on stupid gimmicks, so we don't want to be a part. Does it get covered? Like, didn't Liddell versus uh, Rampage, wasn't that on SportsCenter? I'm sure. I'm sure it got picked up uh, a little bit because uh, even that Kimbo fight was on SportsCenter. Was it? They they covered it on there. Okay. Briefly, but yeah. I didn't realize whether or not they had covered it or not. Uh, it is the Hideout Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Hideout Radio is the instant messenger. The phones are down. Apparently, everything's fried. I don't yeah. know what happened to the station. A big power surge. They're waiting for engineers to come up and uh, work on it right now. Oh, uh, Tony? Is it still Tony coming up there? Is Tony Diggs up there still? I hope it's Tony. I hope Tony's still the engineer at WJFK. If not, then um, a glue can be rendered from animal fat. Can, can be made from rendered animal fat. 
I mean, I guess that would include horses. But you're the fight guy over there, Satchel Patch. How come you don't think that it's been on like uh, SportsCenter or ESPN hasn't hopped on it? Because the UFC owns the rights to their broadcast, and right now they have the best product out there, and they hold all the rights to it. And so they, they, they won't release the footage to ESPN, though? No, they will, but not to be shown live. For SportsCenter updates and stuff like that, they will. But they realize they're sitting on a gold mine. That how that how fast that this may, sport's growing. That may get passed up by one of the different promotions if they don't smarten up. But to, they could sell like you know if ESPN was, they've offered them say we want to buy this for you know some odd min- millions of dollars. The UFC says no, we don't want to do that. We understand what we're sitting on, and they get their money and revenues through pay per views and stuff like that. And they still put on the best events, and and they've been doing it. They're putting on their 85th event. They did today. It's already passed. Uh, over in London, nobody can compete with that. With the fighters they have locked up under contract, mm. nobody really can compete with the UFC. They have the best product out there, and they know they're sitting on a gold mine, and they're waiting for maybe to crank their own television show network out of this. They get a lot of fights on Spike TV. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. They, ESPN has offered to buy before, and they turned them down. Wow, that's 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 actually pretty interesting. When they say, "No, we don't need you." Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's maybe why eSports Center doesn't cover it as much because there's maybe right. some of that animosity in the fact that it hasn't been picked up. Uh, it's it's interesting, though, because here you have someone said this not too long ago. I think I heard this where um, they think the UFC and MMA is going to be the third, maybe the second largest sport in America. Behind th- football? Yeah, behind behind football. Do you think that's possible? Do you think it's now going to be... It's going to be football's obviously king. Yeah. But is it going to be football, really, when you want to think about it, NASCAR and MMA, like those are going to be America's big three sports? And you're putting football, college football as well, right? NFL and college football. Nah, I don't no, believe it. I hate college football. Yeah, I think it's incredible. Terrible. I think it's overrated. It's a bad product. It's a very bad product. And because- Everybody watches it because they like to see their their school colors, and they kind of feel like part of the team. Just but you ex- aren't. It's a bad product. People are throwing uh, balls all over the place, nowhere near their target, and uh, it's just bouncing off their hands and, all the time, too. And I refuse to put it in because they don't have a, a whatchamacallit, a playoff. a playoff yet. So they're not even a real sport. I think the spelling bee is more of a real sport than college football. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. But is it NFL, NASCAR, and MMA? Or is it NFL, MMA, NASCAR? Like, what do you think it is so far? Right now, uh, NASCAR is bigger than MMA. I, I would agree with that. But the thing with MMA is it's very similar with NASCAR because NASCAR right now is white picking trash. up a lot of steam. Yeah, white trash. You know, people whose fathers beat them <laughs> and stuff like that. They were NASCAR is going to go the way of hockey, though. It's just going to drop off the map after yeah. a while. I it think will. the allure is already kind of passed for NASCAR. Yeah. I think it's reached its crescendo of the amount of new people that it's going to bring in. I don't understand why you'd watch billboards go in a circle. That's all you're watching are big billboards fly around in a circle, and then for some reason you buy the big billboard jacket just so you can look cool wearing a big yo M&M's jacket. You would never wear that if, uh, look if at some me. driver... Look at me, I'm part of Team Home Depot. That's whose team I'm on. Home Depot's team. Their jackets on fire. Oh yeah, you suck. Because I'm on the Lowe's team, and <laughs> we're better than the Home Depot team. Really, are you? But I was just joking because MMA. It's not a white trash thing. I was just. I was. I was in Texas last weekend, and man, Mexicans are all over this MMA. They love it because you know Mexicans love boxing, and blacks love boxing too. 
and they like the aspect of that it's been taken to that next level. Mm-hmm. So yeah, boxing just looks old and stale now. So uh, everybody that loved boxing and had that in their backgrounds are moving over to MMA. Well, when you come to the fight card, like uh, say a boxing fight card will have you know one major main event like this weekend. You got Kevly, Kelly Pavlik fighting, mm-hmm. and you know you got with uh, Paul Williams is another fighter that's fighting, but they're the only two fights on that card. So if you go to the event, you watch. You know, let's say 10 fights, all of them are pillow fights, and yeah. pretty much except for the big two. Well, you go to an MMA fight, there may be 10 fights on the card. Every single one of them is going to be entertaining. Well, and, I, I, I've seen some boring MMA fights, yeah. but uh, I'd say probably 80% of them are entertained. And that's yeah. a lot more than boxing, where they're just tying up after the first few rounds. And there's not so much filling out. If somebody wants to fill somebody out in the boxing ring, and, you kind of dance around in a circle for a while. MMA, you fill somebody out by picking them up. And boxing can't them. even keep their stars right now. Mayweather. Called it quits today. Did he really? Yep. He sucks, though. Um, I get He's this. Star. I get this from the Wild Hawk in the Instant Messenger Hideout Radio. He says MMA is like the XFL of boxing. Do you believe that? Absolutely not. Because the, the, it's a different different sport altogether. Is that what the, is the CBS version that like the XFL as opposed to the UFC? Uh, no, not really. Kimbo Slice is he, he's a legit fighter. Now this may have been his third pro fight. He might not be the greatest in the world, but he never claimed to be the greatest. For what he is, he's a legit fighter and has finished up his third professional bout the other night on CBS. He is a legit fighter where the XFL is, he hate me out there running around, you know, with Vince McMahon saying there's no penalties, no whistles, you can DDT each other after the play. That's that's wrestling on the football field. That was awesome. A bunch of day workers out there fighting it out at night. It was awesome. Um, all right, well, let me ask you about this because, I mean, we haven't been on since, you know, the whole... CBS thing happened with uh, that was last Saturday night yep, though wasn't yep. it uh, with Kimbo and everything did you watch it yeah hell yeah how did how did the chick fight go well, it was good with I, Crush I it, it was did she win I, I don't know who Crush Ooh. is that's her nickname Gina Gina the girl I don't know her last the name. one that's on American Gladiator oh, was really fight? really hot yeah really she was she was the one fighting yeah she was the the black haired chick Gina I, I guess that's her real name you give me one second I'll be able to find it let me uh, find it for you. No, I, I just want I just want one of you focusing on research. Uh, yeah, because it was the chick from American Gladiators, yeah. E sixty on ESPN did this whole thing about her. Uh, her dad was a former Dallas Cowboys backup quarterback, uh, and she is. She's really hot. She's capital. It's funny because she they say she's capitalizing on the whole UFC thing mm-hmm. uh, or the whole MMA thing that, just, that she's just using her looks. But it's the ugliest, most hit chicks that are complaining about, yeah, that's her. Gina. Gina Carano. She whipped that girl's ass. That's her then. The American Gladiator came out there and brought... I actually talked to somebody who was... A friend of mine was promoting the event, Gary Shaw. And I asked... That's a name dropper. I said, is this this seriously like a... uh, You know, they're going to put a pool out there, fill it up with mud, and let these two girls go at it. And he said they really could fight. And, And watching it... It was it was pretty entertaining. The American Gladiator beat the crap out of that girl. Did it turn you on a little bit to see a chick that it, can do, honestly it did? They you know, throw it, down like that. It, and it, you could tell by watching these girls, it, it does kind of turn you on, or not really turn you on, but it makes you want to go beat your woman. But <laughs> but but seeing that, it's like you can tell you you watch these girls, and he's like that woman's taken a punch before. She knows what it's like not to do the dishes. She knows what it's like not Shut to off. seriously. It's, you watch that, and they've, they've, that wasn't her first time to get I, hit. I'm looking at these pictures from the uh, people who fought last week on those Saturday night fights. And it's, it's, on again this set. it's on again tonight, right? No. What? Then that's not a weekly thing? No, it's not a weekly thing. It's it's like they, 
CBS signed up for four events this year. That oh. was the first of four. So, uh, and there's this John Murphy. He looks like he like is a frontman for a rat cover band. <laughs> Look at that guy. But it was it was entertaining fights. I think bringing that to the <laughs> mainstream right. was pretty good. And those girls, honestly, watching that kind of stuff, it's like, where? What kind of background do these kids come from? Is this karate? Was this kid on the playground who says, you know, don't pick on me. I know karate. I'm going to whip your ass. And then he goes and gets wedged up. It's not that guy. This is a guy who likes to fight on playground, who's fought his whole life, maybe lived through domestic violence. And the girls are the same way. I don't know. No, the girls aren't, though. If you saw that thing on this Gina chick, she's, she's had a very pampered life growing up. Her dad was a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. You know, I'm sure dad's not going to come out and like, look, I was a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and I love to beat the hell out of my daughter. That's why she's so strong. <laughs> not right. Over on the uh, AOL Instant Messenger Hideout Radio, I have someone saying that uh, he's an MMA fan, but he thinks MMA is going to uh, burn out quicker than NASCAR is burning out just because of the saturation out there of all these different promotions. All of them are on TV right now, at least on basic cable, and uh, people are going to get real tired of it real quick. See, the thing, though, is that he's a real fan. You know what I mean? So for him, like, he's he's known about this, like our ex-producer, Tommy Bateman, who was telling us about this stuff. Who's was, actually started training again this week. Did he? Yep. You see, he's been into this for, what, four or five, maybe longer than that as far as years go. Mm-hmm. For the average dude right now, they're just really starting to get into this, and that's the whole reason why it, you know, it was such a big deal for CBS to put it on Saturday night. Yeah, but poker, uh, people just got onto that and everything, and they're really excited about that. But now I'd say that thing's falling off the map oh, yeah. too, just because of the oversaturation. Well, if somebody had a full house and, and they lost a four of a kind, and they got up off the table, and went and beat the hell out of their partner, <laughs> it might still be on TV. Well, maybe in a few years we'll have to combine the two. And just make it some kind of hybrid. Is that a testament? All right, here's a good question. Here's a good pot talk question. It is the hideout, Hefane Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Let me ask you this. Do you think if, like, four or five years ago, all right, there was this brand new sport by the name of football, and it was just coming out, you got a big field and this leather thing, grown men putting on these pads, trying to get it past one line or the other, and it, like it started as this underground thing, and it started to pick up. Then all of a sudden, you had all these things coming from everywhere. Would you then fear, too, that because, like, in five years, maybe, mm. football, like anything that comes along new, essentially, is what I'm saying. Anything that comes along new, you're going to have that oversaturation now, and we'll never have the staying power as stuff that was created, you know, sometimes 50, 60, 70 years ago. In some cases, you know, more than 100 years ago with things like baseball and basketball. Will we never really have a new sport? It, it'll take a lot because, you know, yeah, people always try to capitalize on the new hot thing, and it does kill it real quick. So, yeah, I do think that that uh, will be a problem with any sports that may, you know, have had a grassroots kind of f- feel way back in the day. But, uh yeah, it, it, it's going to be a problem. It's it's possible. And what's the problem with MMA is almost like the, the different fight clubs all over the country that have popped up because mm-hmm. of this. And the, one of the problems is is there's no amateur background in a lot of these fighters. They just turn pro all of a sudden. If a lot of these clubs could almost be like if you look at baseball where you have the minor the major leagues and you have the minor leagues, you have these these other fight clubs that pop Maybe up. more of a structure to them? Yeah, actually be like amateur places for people to learn how to fight. And then you get to the UFC, which would be 
you know, like, like getting to the show, like yeah. getting to the majors. It's hitting the big time. And then you have professional, skilled fighters that have been through the amateurs. So you roll out the, the week and you have the best of the best and you put on an entertaining product. The MMA could have some serious staying power because the base is there, like with the amateur ranks and stuff like that, and because it is so worldwide spread. Now, but is that part of the thing, though? Because you forget that football and baseball and the basketball, too, the old ABA, they had these different leagues. Yeah. And they all eventually came under the org- you know, one organization. That'll probably happen with this. It, it needs to. Because, I mean, if you look at it, at football, it starts at, at Pop Warner football, high school, middle school. There's and a structure. College, there's the structure's there. The same with baseball, high school, so minor So do you think leagues. we're going to have MMA training in high school? You yeah. have wrestling. Wrestling's there, so I, I can see it going up another notch. But doesn't it have such a stigma? Do you really think they'd be doing that in Fairfax or Maybe not, but, or something? But they could do the wrestling aspect of it and take your karate and stuff like that in classes elsewhere. Yeah, because I'm sure you can get into a mixed martial arts type but, of... But dude, uh, we're living, in, we're living in a society now where soccer moms. Do you think? Do you think that soccer moms are really going to allow their kids to do something you like can't, this? You can't play smear the queer on the playground. Yeah, that's what I'm talking but you, about. But you, we're going to go to MMA class <laughs> and have the fat kid. You know, the fat kid in the class just sit on the skinny kid till he can't breathe and taps out. All right, I guess uh, that that same guy who was talking about the oversaturation also said that. Uh, a lot of people in the fight community say that the Kimball fight was fixed. Hell no. Well, that's I heard that was the big talk like on Monday was whether or not the Kimball thing was fixed. He got hit a whole bunch. I missed it because I was drunk at my little brother's graduation and passed out at like 7 o'clock in the afternoon. The fight was not fixed. Now, if fixed by me and they say the outcome was already you know predetermined, stuff like that, absolutely not. But if they pick this opponent, just to come out there to get his ass knocked out, and you come out here and you fight your best fight. But we know you have a weak chin. Mm-hmm. We know you're susceptible to knockouts. That's why we handpicked you to fight Kimbo, then yes. Yeah, because it can't go that way of boxing, because that's what ruined boxing, wasn't it? Where they started, you know, trying to no. overinflate. Where they tried to, they picked these scrubs so they could overinflate the records? Kind of, but not really. It, what ruined boxing. It's either it is or what, it isn't. That's it's, what no. ruined Rocky. Yeah, what, what ruined boxing is your people like Floyd Mayweather fighting a bunch of nobodies and retiring when some good people come up and you have this. 31-0 record and you're retiring undefeated when he knows good and well there's three or four guys out there right now that he will not fight because they will kick his ass all over the ring. Um, That's what's ruined boxing. Hideout Radio is the instant messenger if you want to get in. Uh, we just All this started with the um, with the whole idea of horse racing and whether or not horse racing is legit for ESPN to be covering. Because then they got horse racing, uh, spelling bees, and poker. But why isn't that they're not covering, you know, Probably mixed if, martial arts. If an MMA, if an MMA fighter dies in the ring, they don't turn him into glue. <laughs> That's right. They don't just you put him what? down right there. They, they may need to do something where the uh, the uh, you know when you lose, something bigger happens to you, than you just being shamed because they hug afterwards. I don't like a I don't like a game where they they punch each other's brains out and then they hug like wrestling. You know, if you lose this fight, you get buried six feet under, or yeah. you know the the eliminator matches. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things, one of the things to me about you know mixed martial arts is that it does kind of seem like anyone can do it. Now I know that's not true. I know it's not true that anyone can do it. But if you have the prop, like it seems more realistic that you could go to one of these training schools and learn jujitsu, learn Brazilian, learn boxing, learn grappling moves. Like if you really wanted to dedicate yourself yeah. for a year and a half. 
there's a chance that you could become a badass. But mm, when it you, comes... Hold on, let me finish my point, and then you can agree with me. <laughs> but then there's... But, like, that's not happening with basketball. You can't dedicate yourself for a year and a half. The same with football. The same with baseball. You couldn't just go out there and dedicate yourself. Jordan but, did it. But you could end up on television regardless on this MMA, and I think that's where it loses its credit. Like, I think a lot of people don't give any legitimacy, whether it's fair or not, to NASCAR, to these billboards driving around in circles, because they're like, they're driving. Yeah. I drive. You know what I mean? I, I drive fast. Well, that's not really what it is, but I don't think that's why. They see a fat guy like Tony Stewart, and they're thinking, I can do that. How tough is it? Yeah. yeah exactly. All right. Now, go ahead and agree with me, Satchel Pat. Have you... Googled Kimbo Slice at all or seen his fights yes, on YouTube? I know yeah. who he is. Uh, I, I saw him in the 80s when he was with the A-team. Ain't nothing <laughs> new with him. Now, Kimbo, uh, we, we actually caught on to Kimbo about two and a half years ago. We were watching <laughs> him on uh, on YouTube and everything. And uh, he had a MySpace. Actually, his MySpace. So I decided to start talking trash with him <laughs> on his MySpace, telling him I dare him to come up here and fight me. Because we come were in Orlando up. and he was in Miami, right? Yeah. Did wow. He? Now, now, but everybody's telling me, you better be careful with Kimbo. He actually will come and do it. I wish he had. Maybe we'd have gotten ratings in Orlando. Yeah. All right, but your point, you can't, if you go to the gym and all that stuff, you can't learn how not to get knocked out. You get hit by one of these punches and one of these guys that really can't fight, and you wake up a week later, you're not, and your jaw's wired shut, you know, you're not going to want to get in there and do it. These guys get hit in the face. And that's one thing that boggles my mind. But they're wearing pillows on their hands. They're not wearing pillows. You get go get hit with something like that and can stay on your feet. Yeah, that's the that's the big deal. Now, here's one thing wrong with uh, UFC. They have to stop naming their UFC fights UFC 85, which happened today. If it's number 85, like you know Super Bowls, so who won that? To, uh, Hughes lost. Uh, Thiago, Hughes lost. Yep. The pit bull beat out. him. It yep. was in London, so it was it was at it, three it started o'clock at three today. They have a replay, the terrible thing. You can order it on pay-per-view and watch it at 3, and, or you can order it on pay-per-view you know, at like 9 o'clock this evening after it's already oh, done. Oh, man, you just probably pissed off a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> you probably just ruined some nights, no, man. No, no, put, put your money Hughes on Matt Hughes. Out. Matt Hughes is going to knock the pimple out. If you're listening to this show, I'm the MMA expert. Bet on Matt Hughes. This All other your money. Guy, the pit bull doesn't even stand a chance. Matt Hughes is the man. Call he's your friends up. He's going to destroy this guy. You don't like that idea, though? Like, I like the idea because that helps build the fact that it's been around for a yeah. while. So you and I in our lifetime will probably see, or probably your lifetime, because I don't know if I'll see next week, but we'll probably see, you know, UFC 684. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's kind of cool. I, I actually like that aspect of it. And they can actually have a mile marker. This is our hundred, you know, RFC 100. But you look at some of these other fight clubs, like a, one of the local ones here is they're on their 12th fight, and they, they do the same thing as RFC 12 or RFC 13. Then you look at something compared to the UFC, and it's 85. That's how much of this building process they've they, been into. How many do they do a year? I think uh, they had like one 10? today. Their next one might be July 6th. So it's like a monthly thing? They, but they haven't done them quite that often. Because it's starting to pick up steam right now, they're starting to put more of them out there and starting to get it out there a little bit more. And, i got to be honest, man. I feel like a man right now. Sitting in the fighting. hideout, talking, fighting. I don't know about Let's you. Let's take our shirts off. <laughs> yeah. It's time for us to tone kiss and be man. <laughs> uh, uh, so, all right. Well, cool, man. I think it's um, I think it's pretty interesting. I... I you know, when our old, our old producer, Tommy Bateman, used to get a, like, he wanted us to get into it and would book some guys for us. And 
I even went to a couple of fights in Northern Virginia. And yeah. Like, it was fun. You know, I didn't mind it, but I never really got into it. I did watch the Liddell Rampage, like the original. I don't know if they fought again since, but the one no. on Rampage, like there was all that hype. Knocked Liddell was becoming the star, and then Rampage knocked him on his ass. And that, that to me, is part of the allure that anyone really could lose. And you can't overly hype someone like they did Liddell, that whole run-up. Remember, he was on Entourage, and he was mm-hmm. just like, he was the next it thing. So when he gets knocked out, but I think that was ended up being bigger for the sport. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, I I I was into UFC. I, I got UFC on pay per view uh, from uh, the two to seven. I was really into it then. Way back when they didn't have weight classes, that was awesome. I thought that was great when they, they would let like uh, sumo wrestlers against uh, you know flyers. They'd have to do it offshore because it wasn't legal. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't that. But that was part of the thing that they realized it would never be looked at as legitimate. It would be more of a circus. Act I love sideshows until they broke it down. I tell you what, what what they can do and what CBS was able to do is expose it's, it to a lot more people that would you know wouldn't have ordinarily seen it. And and it's almost like if you. You get a taste of something for free, and you like it, and you like, oh, I might be willing to spend some money on this product. Because of the Elite XC, you put Kimbo Slice up there, who is an entertaining guy, who is has this great story Character behind him, and he's scary looking. If they if they put keep on putting guys in like the, the guy with the alien ear in the ring with him, yeah. mm-hmm. he could be the next coming of Mike Tyson. I mean, just a brutal, vicious knockout artist who's marketed correctly to go in there and mop the floor with people. All right, let me ask you this. You're real big for McCain, right? Yeah. You realize that McCain said that this is nothing but human cockfighting. That this is nothing better than it is, and I love it. But, but he's against it, though. Sword he's fighting not with stop your buddy us from is different. It. All right, dump that. You got to dump that. It is the Hideout Hefe and Dubs 106.7 WJFK. All right, when we get back, do you want to talk about the uh, the uh, abortion kid that lived? Because we never even got to that yeah, point. Let's get into that one. All right, we'll take that. We'll do that when we come back. Again, we have no phones. I'm leery as to whether or not we put together a pretty fun game, but I don't know if I want to do that or we not. We can tease it a little bit and play one round with uh, with Twink if you want to. With the Kid McLovin? Yeah. All right, maybe we'll do that. Also, when we come back on the other side, the Kid McLovin will give us his next hideout minutes. This at the end of the I'll sh- be ready this time. At the end of the show last week, we talked about what kind of people we were. And the kid is a 26-year-old virgin that's joined. And he'll, he'll start talking a little bit more now that the Belmont's over. And we'll actually have his attention. But he said that he's the guy that always sits in the back of the room mm-hmm. and is just, um, like, taking notes and uh. uncomfortable and stuff. You know what I mean? He, like, he's that guy. So I decided here in the hideout, obviously, El Jefe, I'm the president. J-Dubs is the vice president. The satchel patch is the parliamentarian. Because really, the parliamentarian doesn't ever really do anything. He's just the goof-off that you like having in the club. He takes roll call. And the kid now is our secretary. He's the hideout secretary. So when we come back on the other side of this break, the kid will give us the next version of the hideout minutes and what it was if you just now tuned in and <laughs> and uh, get you caught up on the show. Quick break. We'll come back. Hour 2, hanging out in the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK. Well, you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. You're in the hideout. Yeah. It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the Kid McLovin. 
In the last hour of the hideout, the kid destroyed El Jefe's name. El Jefe and J-Dubs went all political on us. The kid went back to listening to the Belmont Stakes. The guys talked about gas prices. The kid gave the guys the wrong stuff on Ed McMahon. J-Dubs was about 15 minutes late on the stuff he brought to the table on Evander Holyfield. The guys discussed horse racing in depth. And the guys talked about some new sport, MMA or something. I'm the kid, and now you're up to date on the hideout. Another dimension, so to say. Because you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here. Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Hideout. You're back in the hideout, Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Phones are still down, but you can hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger. That's Hideout Radio is the uh, IM name on there. People are hitting me up and uh, getting involved that way. Yeah, that's the way you got to do it right now. Also, go to hideoutheretics.net. I guess there's a hideout. You know what we got to do now, officially? I mean, I know ONA started the whole thing, but we have a de facto relationship because of Ron and Fez. And we should get the Pal Talk finally going. You know, got brand new laptops. Yeah. We should get Pal Talk going for the hideout and where we are because they got a, they got a Pal Talk room. Uh, for the hideout. I know Lee Mells runs it. He's part of, uh, I believe he's on Full Blown AIDS. Yep. So we got to just get that get that up and rolling. I got to tell you, I'm loving the Kid McLovin minutes. I think they're great. He's done two so far. Basically what he does is just runs out, runs down what happened at the last part of the show. The, the previous out. Yep. He'll just uh, knock it out real quick for you if you missed anything. He's right there to hook you up with the facts. And I think he really did hit the highlights. Yeah. Although you can obviously tell that he's not a fan of MMA. Mm-mm. He's He loves sports. I think he's very much a tra- tra- traditional sports guy, even though he likes hockey. You know, hockey, oh, what? That's not a real sport. Soccer on ice. Come on now. Uh, but nonetheless, so there he is. I think we finally got his full attention because we were making him do two jobs at once. So uh, now we're all officially in the hideout. Your Saturday night hangout. It's like your bar. It's kind of like the pre-party before going out, I guess, if you will. Yeah, waiting for your rest of your buddies to finish showering so you can go out. And you guys are just sitting around shooting the ass. Exactly. So uh, we will continue that uh, right now here on this Saturday night. Again, 800-636-1067 will not work for you because uh, the phones are down and the power serves. But we are taking smoke signals right now, so feel yes. free to uh, start a fire. Throw a blanket over it, um, and we'll get that in about an hour. Hey, really quickly, wanted to ask you. I, we were gone last weekend because I flew to Texas. We yeah. we pre-recorded a show that I guess there were issues with. Yeah, they, I guess something happened where there was technical difficulties, so they but went to a best of. The podcast is up though, but like the, the entirety of the pre-recorded show, if you didn't get to hear the whole thing, mm. you should be able to get that. All right, the Wild Hawk says tonight on ESPN eight, the Ocho. Human chess. And if <laughs> really? if MMA is covered on ESPN, then LARPing should be too. <laughs> you know what LARPing is? I have absolutely no idea. Uh, what about you, the kid, McLovin? I bet you've done that. I've never heard of it before. You've never LARPed? You, I would I would peg you as a LARPer. But well, you know, he really is into sports, though, so probably not. LARPing is live-action role-playing. You like what? Dungeons and Dragons and but, stuff. But you're doing it like in real life, uh, walking around, acting like you're in... Like, like you're a wizard times. or... Yeah. And that, that kind what, of stuff. Uh, Jackass used to do and put it on video? No, no. It's not, <laughs> you guys it, think I did that? Okay, he just looked like the type. You no. Look, 
He looked no, like not he would know white magic. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. It is a good way to get laid by dorky chicks. Yeah, like my chick. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of girls. My out chick there. used to LARP. Seriously? Oh. Yeah. What? No, explain to me what the hell LARPing is. I still uh, have you, Do you know what Dungeons & Dragons kind is? Kind of. Uh, it, basically, you know, there's there's magic points, there's people with different powers <laughs> and everything. <laughs> and you walk, Like the card game, right? Yeah, but you like walk... Like magic. I know the cards yeah, are magic. Yeah, magic. Like the magic cards. But it, it's live action, real life, where they walk around putting fake spells and... No, real spells. Whatever. It's all real, man. <laughs> then they get they, they get knocked out and punched in the face, right? No, no. They, if somebody, if somebody <laughs> tried to LARP me or put a spell on me, well, they, I would they knock are, their ass they out. They aren't doing it on Main Street. They're doing it in a, a little field where they walk around with other LARPers. Unless you go to a Renaissance Festival. Yeah. Then there's a whole now, thing I've been going. to those. Now, at Renaissance Festival, is is that LARPing or is Kinda. that just... Is that just getting school credit that's, and you have to go do it? Do you take your bow and out, arrow out there and shoot? That's LARPing light. That's where people really aren't doing the magic thing and acting like they're putting spells on each other. All right. But this isn't I, normal. No, it isn't. It, 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 neither has well, yeah, been a 26-year-old virgin. That, that, not, that's more normal than this. No, no. There's actually more the, more LARPers in the world than 26-year-old virgins. But, ironically, that's why we figured maybe you had LARPed because usually they're People that hadn't really had sex. Right? But here's here's the thing about LARPing. LARPing. If you it, some of the girls at LARP actually get into the character. What so, is it? Wait, spell it. L A R P. Live action role playing. Live action role playing. Like LARPing. You remember on? Hold on a second. Like Final Fantasy and Dragon Warrior. Do you remember those games on Nintendo? Yes. Then it's essentially that. Remember when you were a little kid and you'd play Army or you'd play, you know. Soldier, or you know, you'd go out and you had a sword in your backyard. Well, it's just it's adults doing it. Oh no, the uh, <laughs> Evan back at the uh, at the studio told me to look up Wars of Warcraft instead of Wars of Warcraft, or what is that? Oh, yeah, World of Warcraft. War, World of Warcraft. Wars of Warcraft is porn larping. No. Can we We're look it the, up here? Yeah, on our own computers. We're not looking it up on theirs. Uh, okay. All right. Turn, but turn. Make sure your volume is I'm turned down. Yeah. Make me sure. And what it, is it? Horrors of LARP of Warcraft. Horrors of Warcraft. Oh, that's too. All right. Now my chick's pissed at me. I did not LARP ass. I did the tabletop D and D. I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> What's that? A tabletop. It's Dance? a card game. No, card game D and D where they're they're playing like, but they're they're throwing their their magic cards. Now that, down. yeah, that's kind of like magic, right? I, I saw. I guess when I was a kid, I knew somebody that did that, and I was like, all right, you get these cards, and I always collected baseball cards and basketball cards, and they had these dragon cards worth so many points. But it's like that, or like the actual game Final Fantasy, the game yeah. going out there in real life. Yes. So you're going to chop. Like, you, you get a little battle axe, and you go out there, and you find a snake and chop its head off, or a turtle. But you pretend to. That's the whole thing. You're but pretending. you actually don't go kill animals. No, no, no. Well, they might, to be honest with you. Um, like, we got to blow the turtle up, <laughs> so you drill a hole in the shell and put bottle rockets and light it on fire. It is the Hideout Hefe at Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. It looks like whoresofwarcraft.com and .net are down right now. Oh, would you, we crashed the sites. There it is. Right, hold on. There's, uh, there's the, a YouTube video out there, though. There's the power of the hideout. Crashing pores of Warcraft.com. What is that? Um, so anyway, really quickly, I wanted to ask you this, though. LARP. I, I, uh, last weekend, we were gone, like I was talking about. I was at my little brother's graduation. Speaking of cards, I saw all my old baseball cards. 
You, know, you saw them or sold I, them? I have them. There's right. nothing any good. Like I, I got Danny Tartable. I got you know Danny I mean? Tartables. Yeah, Danny Tartable. <laughs> I got you know, man. One of the worst. Andy Van Slyke. Yeah, one of the worst things I ever did is I traded. I traded my. I I had like three Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards. Eighty nine upper deck. Um, I think mine was Donruss, and I traded that for a David Moss. Do you remember who, who David Moss is, was? Was he played for the Yankees? Yes, he came up. Top re- prospect. Yeah, I remember he came up like in, in his, ninety. In his first three or four weeks, he hit like fifteen home runs, and I'm like, oh man, I got caught up in the moment, and so this kid duped me. You traded all three of them for that one card? No, I just traded the one. The, hey, uh, Hefe, why don't you come over here real quick? I have a Jeffy. Oh, horrors of Warcraft video. Come on, come over here and check it out real quick. I guess it's a live action. Role-playing porno. This is just like one of the opening credit videos. It's not the actual porno. It's the actual porno, but just the acting part. But isn't that what they normally do in porno? What, act? They have to have some kind of story. Yeah, exactly. But this this isn't the actual porno. So so this is considered LARPing. This is LARPing. There's the chick. Oh, dude, there's the chick. He's going to go Slayer. Slayer. Yeah, she's uh, he's walking around in chainmail. Is she larping? Uh, yeah, yeah they're crazy. all larping. Look at that. He, now he's attacking, attacking with a sword. Like how many, she, how many experience points will they get for that? More than most people actually larp. She's actually <laughs> hot. That's this, 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 that's the lie, though. Yeah, this, this right here is just cashing in on larpers because these people aren't larpers. They're just porn people. This is a great idea, though, because you know the losers that LARP, like, they're going to be way in. They're loving it. I guarantee it. She is sexy. Whoa, topless, topless. It's all topless. Nice. YouTube's going to pull that. Was it Horrors of Warcraft? Yep, Horrors of Warcraft. This is bad, though. Oh, he died. Lost all his hit points. Game over. Yeah. She had more magic than him. <laughs> she had more uh, what? mana. Her mana was stronger. The hell is that? <laughs> you gotta get your uh, your LARPing dictionary. How did you, how do you come? How did y'all stumble upon LARPing? Dude, um, we are in the hideout. You do not know the type of people that we have attracted. Yeah, LARPers. My, a lot of them are LARPers. My fiance, man, she LARPed before. Like I told you. That's no, bad. she played t- tabletop D and D. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that already. I'm trying to forget. I'm gonna go <laughs> home and just drink. Oh my god, I'm marrying someone that tabletop D and D's. Um, regardless, so, so anyway, little brother's graduation. Really quickly, so I was there at the graduation because it's graduation season. Have you boys, like, have have you ever seen anything more useless than a high school graduation? Like, don't you think that is infinitely the most overrated American society like achievement is a high school graduation because I'm sitting there and it's a stadium full I'm sitting there it's a stadium full of 800 people all walking because they graduated and they did something like they were supposed to do well decent God fearing Americans it's it's no big deal but your people that oh this first time anybody in our family has ever walked or graduated congratulations there's not that many of those people left in the world though there's you know that's all mountain people South That's Arkansas. not people in uh, in Houston where where Hefe went. Yeah, and by the way, my little brother, he's the guy that he doesn't live action role play, but it's all like World of Warcraft and stuff like that. He doesn't even know what he's going to do with his life from now on. It's actually kind of sad. And then on the opposite spectrum, 
I guess there's this 10-year-old college student, and he doesn't consider himself to be a genius, even though he is a 10-year-old college student. What is that, the live-action role-play porn? Yeah. People are sending you links now? Yeah, I'm getting uh, links to the actual videos and stuff. Oh, nice. That's why you got to love the listeners and the messenger, Hideout Radio. Uh, here's this, this kid. He's a genius. He's a 10-year-old college student. Even though I have a very high IQ, but I don't consider myself genius smart, IQ does not provide anything but willpower and hard work uh, does. There's 6.5 billion people on this earth, and everyone is smart in his or own way. So that's pretty cool, then. You got a genius kid mm-hmm. that's like, you know, I'm not the greatest thing that's ever come along. He can't even say Earth. Yeah, earth. He, he What's did, the Earth? He did say Earth. You're right. He did say that. He, How genius is this? <laughs> You're saying you just got here with hard work, so what did your mom do right? What did your parents do right? Well, first, they put me to study a lot most of the time. Hmm. And strictly not to play video games. It's a waste of time. Never. Play so you video study. Games. How much do you study, then? How about that? He never plays video games, and that's why he's a genius. English is not his forte. No. No, his name is like Al Moshikai Calvin. You know, he, yeah, either he's semi-foreign or a midget, because there's something very <laughs> odd about his voice. Well, most of the time of the day, except eating and sleeping, I mostly study. Oh, really? Just but- very, very tiny breaks for reading. and. But you're going to take a break in the summer. Yes, I'm going to a brewery to see how they make beer and a glass factory to see how they make a glass. Call it quits. Yeah. To th- see how they make glass? I thought you were a genius. That's going to be the end of it for him. Hey, um, I don't know if his life's going to turn out as good as this kid's life did. It's a miraculous uh, baby that survived an abortion. How? Mother who decided to abort her son because he may have an inherited life-threatening kidney condition is overjoyed that he survived the procedure. It was in England. She and her fiancé made the decision to abort the baby when he when she was eight months pregnant. But, as it turns out, um, it didn't die. Like, for whatever reason, it didn't die. How can you not get an abortion correctly? I, that's usually something you can't mess up. You take the pill, and then you hit, Mommy, my tummy hurts. <laughs> Mommy. A short time after the abortion, she felt fluttering in her stomach, went to the doctor for a scan, and discovered that she was 19 weeks pregnant. This is in England? Yeah. Why didn't they treat like Mary Poppins and call a chimney sweep over and do the chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim taroo and whisk that thing away? Um, it turns out it does have kidney problems. So they were actually right, but now that the baby's going to go ahead and survive, they're going to try to give it its chance. It didn't have to do with that uh, attempted abortion while the <laughs> kidney's not working, does what? it? Do they not have stairs in England? Horseback riding? Uh, it was born three weeks premature, has minor kidney, uh, kidney damage, but is expected to live a normal life. Other than the fact that when he finds out that his mom tried to abort it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to be normal, all right, except for the fact that we tried to kill you uh, when you were only two months in. Ooh, I hate our listeners now. Why? They sent me one of the Horrors of Warcraft links, but Space Edge decided to send me one that is Meat Spin. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Uh, the hideout, um, instant messengers, hideout radio. Do you, uh, my mom has always told me that she wished that I had been aborted. Like she told me that she wished my, my dad had not talked her out of the abortion. Can you blame her? And she said it seriously. 
So I live every day like it's a gift from God. Like <laughs> yeah. I really shouldn't have been here. That's the way I'm going to start looking at it now because really I might not have ended up being here. Speaking of like kids and stuff like that, <laughs> um, you showed us a music video, Satchel Patch. You came in here talking about this music video like it was the greatest thing ever. What is it? Set it off. That baby don't look like me. It's, it's pretty much, you know, these guys going on Maury. And, and, you know, with, you know, all these women saying this, your, your father, you know, listen, look at woman, the eyes. I, I, may have, I may have slept with you, but that doesn't mean it's my kid. He's my prince. I'm going to wear, make him wear my crown. You know, it's, it's <laughs> you know, I. I don't know. It's not my kid. It has nothing to do with me. It doesn't even look like me. It's, that is the best, a different though. color. I don't know if it's just because I'm a guy, but I love it when uh, Maury will pull out that slip and say, you are not the father. And and everything and that goes on with it. It's great yeah. TV right there. Yeah, and the woman just runs around crazy after she just berated the guy for 10 minutes previous to it. That's what she gets for being a skank. I mean, if you don't know who the father is... You know, you should be punched in the face. You should be the one taking the abortion pill. You should be the one pushed down the stairs. You should be the one to be beat in the stomach or to go taking horseback riding. This is Shorty Put featuring Little John. That baby don't look like me. All right, I'm going to play just a little bit for you. You should, you should Google it, though, and YouTube it. There's a video for it. You gotta see the video. set black folks like is do you like i mean this show and like i maury maury sets back every stereotype he has on there the fat kids i love the fat kids (laughs) show the best because he puts them in the green room with spaghettios and no fork no fork at all so they just got their their dirty mitts in the can spreading all over their face eating middles tender middles um again shoddy put Featuring Little John, that baby don't look like me. Not the hideout, uh, 106.7 WJFK. Let's go. That baby ain't mine. I'm sorry. That baby ain't mine. I'm sorry. Have you ever had to have that conversation? Like, I just wonder. Man, I wish the phones were working. I just love to hear from a brother who cringes. When they hear this guy who stuff? Who cringes when you hear something like this. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, my Lord, my people. My people, my what are you people. Doing to me? Big no 
of my mama's house, she'll tell you. Oh, have God. you ever known it? I mean, not that song. I know how some people could be here say this set us back. But honestly, do you know somebody that's happened to? I actually know a guy who raised a kid thinking it was his for five or six years, and he loved that kid to death, only to find out that it the lady, his... they, he was the, they got married because that the girl had a child. Then they were dating. She got pregnant. They got married. He raised that kid for six years what and man, found uh, out it wasn't his. How, how did he find out it wasn't his? Because there were always those rumors. And I remember I was in high school when they were getting married, and, and I was dating the little sister of the girl who said it was hers, mm-hmm. uh, if that makes sense. And, you know, I would go camping with the family and stuff like this, and, and then Duck was the guy's name. Duck would be there, and Ashley, and they were married, and the little kid, and, you know, I'd play with the kid. And How everything. did Duck get himself into this predicament? Six years. That's his last name, Brandon Duck. Everybody. Okay. Anyway, six years. <laughs> This guy raised that kid thinking it was his. Yeah. And, and the rumors were always there because the, she, the she older was sister hoe. was a... She was a hoe. She was a hoe. Yeah, it she wasn't was, his. It wasn't his. That baby didn't even look like him. Had blonde Not, hair. Uh. And six years later, he found out that that honestly wasn't his. And what did he do? Divorced her. Boom. I'm out. Did, he, did he have to pay child support for that? Because, Hell no. Nope, because there's many times where once these people uh, establish fatherhood through... Um, you know, just no, being like, around that. Yeah, I have heard of that case before. It's not even like it's not his kid. He finds out. He's like, I'm out of here. And they're like, well, you got to pay. That judge, like, what? Judge should have been bitch slapped. Yeah. Uh, let's go back. Uh, we're interrupting Shoddy Put featuring Little John. That baby don't look like me. Uh-uh. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Pay for the DNA test. You got to Google the video. Find it on YouTube. <laughs> you gotta see these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this or see this, and they're like they worry this is what the White House is going to become if Barack Obama. You know, like, like seriously, because I don't think that, but like because it's all about race. Just going to be a big block party out there yeah. with this kind of stuff going on. Yeah, man. Over on Hideout Radio on the uh, AOL Instant Messenger, we have. Uh, I almost had a kid once. Thankfully, it was just a stomach cramp. It's like you go to when Barack Obama being do say who that is? Oh, that's my baby daddy. Yeah. Did he say that? Oh, but there was a big thing came out that he and his wife did, they, they did the pound, the fist pound. The yeah, bump. they gave some dap to each other. And listen, that's cool. But 
Is it really? Yeah, it is. That's cool. It's still cool. I mean, Bush did the chest bump. When he got off of the uh, the plane for Mission Accomplished, yeah. right? No. No, this is uh, this is just a few weeks back. Really? Yeah, he did a chest bump. Oh, well, it was forgivable if it was way back then, not if it's three weeks ago. So anyway, there it is. There's the new hit, uh, Shoddy Put, featuring Little John, That Baby Don't Look Like Me. All right, let me ask you this. What is the greatest daytime television show of all time? The greatest daytime television show of all time. Maury is my favorite, without a doubt. But is Maury better than what Geraldo was? Yeah. Is it, um, is it better than what Jerry Springer was before we knew Jerry Springer was staged? Morton Downey Jr.? That was real. That was late night more so. Was it? I'm yeah. Going with Judge Wapner. What Do you like the People's Court? Do you think the People's Court was the best? Like, Judge Wapner. Out of all of them? Uh, Hideout Radio is the instant messenger if you want to get in on this. What do you think, the, the twink? Oh, I'm sorry, the kid McClellan? <laughs> the best or the most successful? The best. Your favorite. Your favorite. Daytime television show. My favorite growing up was The Price is Right. That's a good one. That's would, a, would, but it doesn't have enough, like, it doesn't have the entertainment factor. Unless, that it's, Maury some, unless does. it's some old lady falling over when she spins the big wheel. But that I, always made me chuckle. I used to watch Oprah religiously. You know, I, w- I would live like Oprah was the Bible. Anything, anything would happen, stuff would happen in my life, mm-hmm, just like Oprah said. <laughs> and, and, like, Oprah is, is a good beacon to follow. Um, if you're hungry, then <laughs> take you where the food D-Phil's is. D-Phil's not so bad. Would D-Phil be considered daytime? Yeah, yeah. Dr. Phil would. And he's, I, he's coming that way. But I dig D-Phil, too. But, uh, D-Phil. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Cause you have to, yeah, you have to uh, shorten. shorten it up that much. All right, let's take a quick break and come back. Uh, on the other side, if you want to get in, it's Hideout Radio. Also on the uh, uh, there's the fan board, HideoutHeretics.net. All of that is available to you on this Saturday night as we're hanging out. On the other side, if, have you ever fallen in love with a stripper? Yes. And I got a story about a guy that fell in love with a stripper and how it went really, really bad. All right. Um, we actually have a African American on the IM saying how he feels about the song. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, being a man of African American descent, I must say that uh, that puts us back about 600 years. I think I can hear the ship coming now. <laughs> when it comes to that, baby, don't look like me. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout Hefe and Dubs with our boys, the Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin on 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Hefe and J Dubs. It's bad radio. The like I said, I'm uh, not 100, I'm not 200, I'm 5,000 percent. Andrew, you are not the hideout. Nice. Ready for action, we never It's a hot hip hop fashion trend. You know what it is, the hideout. Blink. Blink, blink, homeboy. Step back. I might blind you. Yeah. Hideout. Back in the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK. Thank you to Mischief Ma'am. We sent that over a YouTube gem. Yeah, it's the, uh, not the, not the baby's daddy dance. Yeah. They're all over YouTube. Yeah, I believe I saw in my comments on MySpace, uh, by Curious BJ put it up there. Of, uh, I'm getting this on the Instant Messenger, too. Greatest daytime TV shows of all time. 
Jenny Jones, Donahue, you know, a few of those that were left out. I think for us, though, it's always Maury. But for me... We used to do a thing called the Maury Minute in the hideout where we every commercial, like every hour on the commercials, we would uh, throw a, a Maury Minute in of some of his more ridiculous stuff. Now it's the, the Twink Minute? Yeah. Yeah, we got the... Uh, the Kid McLovin updates. That's coming up for you at the top of the hour. If you've missed anything this hour in the hideout, your Saturday night buddies, FN Dubs on 106.7 WJFK. The Instant Messenger is Hideout Radio. The uh, the fan board is hideoutheretics.net. You know, Dubs, we got to make a programming decision really quickly. Okay. Do we want to try to play the game at all on Instant Messenger? Because we have a prize to give out. I just realized... Satchel Patch is gone next weekend. Oh, yeah, we should play it a little bit at least. Because the game is called Hideout or Hogwash. And the idea behind the game is did a member of the Hideout do it or is it Hogwash? Is it something that's completely made up? One of those things to get you some prizes and then also, too, an opportunity for you to learn a little bit more about your Saturday Night Buddies. Now, the kid McLovin, he didn't he didn't contribute anything. So maybe we could play it with him. You know what I mean? Like if we can't if we can't can't get people on the instant messenger. I'm just worried about like delay and stuff, you know what I mean? And if we're gonna have to sit around kinda twiddling our thumbs waiting for people to decide whether or not it's hideout or hogwash. Well that and uh, you know, a lot of people who are online are listening online as well. So um, there's even more of a delay. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we'll tease it a little bit. We'll have the kid later on play the game on a couple of these because I think it'll be fun to share some of these stories because he doesn't know. Uh, he doesn't know any of this. Uh, there's an intern in the studio and um, Evan, the board op. He said he'll play as well along with uh, Twink Mc, uh, McLovin. So, yeah, we can. All right, let's see if we can maybe put our heads together and maybe do that next hour. All right. First, though, I want to play you this really quickly. Um Stripper. You ever been in love with a stripper? Like, have you um, ever thought, like, a stripper was into you a little bit? Well, I've known that they were into me before. I was in a relationship, though, so I didn't even try to pursue it. I had this one stripper when we were in, Or- in Orlando. Uh-huh. This was right before I met my chick. Like, yeah. like I'm not kidding you, like, like two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Like, two weeks before. She looked like uh, Padme from... Uh, from- from uh, the new Star Star Wars. Yeah, we called her. We called her Padme. She she did. She looked like what's the uh, Natalie Portman? Ooh. Yeah. But with like big old jugs. Like she was mm-hmm. she was hot. Like not Natalie Portman in the professional. Not the thirteen year old with the short hair. No, no, no. not well. Mm. No, no. And she was into <laughs> it. And like I I don't know I could have. That was one of those that you missed out on because like and then there was another one too. That had just moved from Albuquerque. And this was seriously, that one was a week before I met my chick. And so that one was like, um, you never know, though, with a stripper. Like, you never know if they're playing it up or they're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. They are. But you, you, you actually, you never know until this was you're off actually... The air. Like, this until was all you, off the air, though. Until you actually are getting it. And then you're like, well, she wasn't BSing. I thought, you know, maybe she was just trying to get at me for some reason. Wait, did, did you but give her some yayo beforehand? No, no. All uh, all natural. Yeah, so it's like I had these opportunities, but then I'm like, man, I don't know. She is a stripper. And you know me, I'm not really into one-night stands. 
Why? I don't know. I like. I really think that I kind of missed out on those two. Like they would have been. You, they're still there. They would have been they, good stories. It, 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 they're still available. It's not like you've missed out on them. You can still go get them. Well, no, but I'm engaged now. Ah, that never stops anymore. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, she does listen, Dubs. Uh, it is the Hideout Half Fan Dubs 106.7 WJFK. Well, this is one of those instances where a guy thought a stripper loved him. And uh, it went horribly wrong. The trouble reportedly began inside the penthouse strip club on Russell Road. Workers and guests ran for cover when the suspect opened fire. Our live team coverage continues with Melissa Duran. She talked to several people who were inside the building when those shots rang out. Melissa. Yeah, Paula, we talked to three different people who were inside the club at the time. All of them heard several gunshots and all of them ducked for cover. Now, some of the employees tell me that there was an altercation inside before the shooting, but none of them expected this. Crime scene tape was placed all around the penthouse club after patrons and employees here were unexpectedly faced with gunfire from a patron. This 22-year-old adult entertainer who asks us not to use her name tells us she performed for the suspect for nearly 45 minutes. She says he kept throwing $100 bills at her and became more and more aggressive. He wanted like to take me home. like He wanted me to like, be with him. and It was crazy. I was like, I'm just an entertainer. I only work here, you know, like... Here's the ironic thing about it. No one got hurt in this thing because he was in there shooting blanks. Ah, gotcha. Ah. She says he kept throwing $100 bills at her and became more and more aggressive. He wanted, like, to take me home. Like, he wanted me to, like, be with him. And it was crazy. I was like, I'm just an entertainer. I only work here, you know? Like, it was crazy. That's I love how she thinks it was crazy. You know what I mean? Now... Because guys, they she, just, they never know. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like, that was the whole thing with me. Like, you never know, so. You're messing with his emotions. And you were paying him. Like, he's paying you to hang hundreds, out. Yeah. Hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars. Because this one's hot, too. Yeah, she was real hot. This is in Vegas, by the way, where it happened. So, and a lot of times you hear the story about a stripper where it's like, all right, if I throw enough money at it, she'll become a hoe and she'll actually come back and do things. You want to make uh, a strip club nervous? Just sit outside the uh, the club at closing time, and say you aren't leaving. Just sit there on the uh, don't don't be on their property. Just sit on the sidewalk. Don't don't do anything to them, but then get pissed. They get livid. How do you know this? Because uh, one of the girls I was dating for a little bit, she was uh, she was a stripper. She, was no, she, was, she wasn't a stripper. She was the bartender there. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I've heard a few stories and encountered a few people that were outside just hanging out there, and they wouldn't leave because they weren't on their property. And they were just hanging out? Hanging out, watching what, and seeing what the girls drove. When she said... No! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's creepy, yeah, man. Yeah, they're, they're psychopaths. How many times you do that, the kid? Uh, uh, that would be never. You, have you, just right, you've never been to a strip club? Save it, save it, save it. What? I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. The bouncer stepped in. I went to go check out, and I turned around, and the bouncers had the guy on the floor. Like he was trying to come after me. Bouncers escorted him out. Robert White just happened to be walking into the club at the same time to pick up a friend. He saw everything. <laughs> they just were like, kind of like pushing him from behind. He didn't want to leave, but I mean, he wasn't—he wasn't being loud or yelling or nothing. White says after only a couple of minutes, gunshots could be heard, and they were getting closer by the second. 
You know the guy is a bruised ego anyway. Yeah. Because you figure he's there, he's throwing $100 bills at this chick. He was just he had hurt feelings, and he didn't know how to handle them. I don't think it's enough to go and shoot up a place. But So you, you've, you've fallen in love with a stripper I have fallen in love with a stripper. It's probably the first time I ever went to a strip club. Her name was Barbie. And yeah. I remember I traded her shirt. Like, you know, she's dancing. She threw yeah. her shirt at me, and boom, she, she had me at shirt toss. And uh, actually, did you take this shirt home with you? Yeah, I was going you, to. Listen, I was going to, and she said, "I need my shirt back to go and dance." And she said, "I said I thought it was mine. You threw it to me. I get to keep it." And she said, "Well, what am I going to dance then?" And she said, "If you give me your shirt, uh, I'll do it, or something like that." And she said, "If you show me your ass." And so I stood up, pulled my pants down, and she started. She was like, "No, I didn't. I wasn't serious." And I said, "Well, I was, you know." So eventually, she let me keep her shirt. It was just stained with with sweat and makeup and and, just, and stripper perfume. Yeah, I actually got CK1. home and it was it was my freshman year of college. I drove a nail into a concrete wall and hooked hung stripper shirt on on my wall for all my friends to uh, come in and say that's from Barbie. But other than that, I, I have tried to save a few hookers or I mean strippers, excuse me, with uh, money. You know, take care of your kid, go buy your kid some shoes. You know, you get drunk. You know, do you actually say that to them? Yeah, I Way did. To kill the mood. This this happened. I know. <laughs> But it is, do you they, wait till you can see their C-section start? No, start but this, you do that? this girl did have a C-section. I'm a big fan of hair lips and C-sections. And uh, I was in in, in a, a strip bar in Louisiana, and this this we were down there. I was drunk, had been drinking all day, and you know how they come sit on your lap and yeah. they just talk and talk and and, and it's like they are into you. I I, under, I feel this guy's pain because I was into this girl too, and I was like, oh, this poor girl needs some help, man. I was like, listen, don't go spend this money on cocaine. Don't go spend this money on this. This money right here, this money I'm giving you for your kid's shoes. Here's $100. Now I want you to go get your kid a new outfit and some new shoes. And this is for your cocaine. You know what would be great? Actually coming in there with a new outfit and new shoes and asking for a lap dance in exchange. There you go. I got I got some Oshkosh Magashes for you. Now, come on and grind me. When they, dance, when, baby, need a new pair of shoes. When, it's always great because they're always there to, Save money for going to school. Oh, yeah. So you're just walking with a scholarship. And you're like, all right, here we go. You're going to be dancing for the next 72 straight hours. I got your your payment to HCC. Not like a, uh, uh, like a, a college athletics program. you got to come to practice. You want this scholarship. I'm going to make you work for it. We have practice, you know, five days a week, two hours a day after class, extracurricular activities. Uh, bring your own pole. Will be necessary. <laughs> Uh, it's the High Now FN Dubs 106.7 WJFK. All right, we're up on a break because we're running a little long the last one. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get you caught up with our new feature, the Kid McLovin's Hideout Minutes. He's keeping minutes just like it's your favorite uh, Glee Club. And then, uh, AV Club. And then we can do one of a couple of things. We can, we can play this game that we have, Hideout or Hogwash, also, too, you said that you had something you hadn't told me about yet. Yes, we are doing, me and Flip have written hideout poetry. Kind of. <laughs> okay, no. This we'll, week. We'll play the game. This week in poetry. 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 Wow. All right. That, I thought I was the weird one on the show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all of a sudden, we're going to get snaps from you guys. No, we're not. In fact, I don't even know that we're going to stay in here. All right, let's take a break, then we'll come back. We'll play hideout or hogwash. Uh, and um, we'll also, too, on the other side as well. Poetry, huh? Yeah. Is it long or is it something no. that I can handle? It'll be no, pretty quick. Uh, 
like each poem probably takes like 20, 25 seconds. And the boys back, they got the intern, they got um, Evan back at the uh, studios. Yes, Evan and let me get the intern's name real quick well, here. We'll so do that on Evan the and scene. Peter. All right, well, we'll take a break, we'll come back, and we will uh, we'll do this thing here in the hideout. Last hour, Joe Radio coming up at 9 o'clock. Again, Hideout Instant Messenger is Hideout Radio. We can try to play. How about this? We'll try to give away the prizes that we have sure. for Hideout or Hogwash. And uh, with the people on the Instant Messenger, we'll just play a game via the Instant Messenger. I've got a couple people lined up that want to play. So. Okay, cool. We can do that. And while we're waiting for them to get theirs, we can take the guesses from Evan, the intern, and also the kid McLovin. And so that ought to work out pretty well. And I'll let you do your poetry thing, I guess. Nice. That's next in the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. You're in the Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Oh, they're totally gay for each other. It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the kid McLovin. Here's what happened on the last hour of the Hideout. The guys discussed LARPing and checked out Horrors of Warcraft. El Jefe talked about graduations being overrated. The Hideout talked about a kid who survived an abortion. The guys talked about a YouTube video about Maury and women having the wrong father of their baby. Satchel Patch admitted to watching Oprah religiously. The guys talked about a strip club shooting incident. I'm the kid, and now you're up to date on the Hideout. You guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the whore. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in the car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer, you beast. Negative. And the face fits kick it. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Such a negative influence. Back in the Hideout on a Saturday night. Our last hour together. Uh, then we're gonna go back to the real world. It is 106.7 WJFK Hefe and Dubs. Phones uh, are down, so hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger Hideout Radio, and you can be a part of the show that way. Yeah, we're gonna play a game in a little bit. Hideout or hogwash, so we're gonna play exclusively through the internet. So you'll have to have your AOL Instant Messenger Hideout Radio, uh, and hit us up there. Um. You know, it's been it's been a weird last couple of weeks because last week we pre-recorded. Yeah. Because I was in uh, Texas, my little brother graduating. Week before that, I was in uh, Naples, Florida. You know, Memorial Day weekend. So now we're back here. I'm actually in the middle of a staycation. I'm at a bed and breakfast, staying there this weekend. I've been watching your puppies last two weekends. This your weekend puppy. and last yeah. week. How's 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 Maverick doing? Maverick's all right. He's uh, a messy little puppy. He likes to take everything out of his uh, all of his toys out of his little bin and throw them all across the uh, living room. But other than that, I got to work on that with him. Hey, another thing too. I I was watching. Have you seen the Dog Whisperer? I've watched it just in short little spurts. I'm a real big fan now. I watched really? like a marathon yesterday. That Cesar Milan is a genius. I got a lot to learn from that guy. And he's Mexican too, so that helps. I'm always a real big fan of that. Um, so uh, anyway, that's pretty cool. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start training our dogs like that. Mm. Um, hey, all right. I'm gonna, let me get this out of the way so that we can get on to what we really want to do tonight in the hideout. What is it that you're bringing to the table during this last hour? Me and Flip talked this week, and we wanted the satchel patch. Yes. We uh, we decided we wanted to do this week in poetry. 
So Dear God. We, we break down our week in a short little poem. Okay. Something to, uh, you know. So why talk about it? I mean, it's not like we're doing a talk show for guys. No, well, he, here's the thing. <laughs> it's a creative way. Here's Just, the thing. We, we say the poem, and it gets us started on that subject. Okay. So, um, now, me and Flip, we didn't want you guys to feel left out. So Flip wrote one for McLovin. For him to read. Yeah. And I wrote one for you. So, okay. I want to feel left out. Yeah, me but too. I, I'm, I think I'm with you on that. It's, it's fun. You know, it, it'll be part of it. We'll, we'll do ours little, first. Okay. And then, it's uh, to broaden your horizons a little bit. You know, put some poetry out there. and, and yeah, broad, I don't know, want you broadening smarter. my horizons. No, we need to make the show smarter and, and put it on that Well, then you're thing. gone, and then you're gone. That's how we make the show smarter. <laughs> Why would you point yourself? And, and it's just me having a conversation if you want a smart show. Poetry will do it. Okay, so who wants to go first with their stupid I'll, poetry? I'll start first, and you can go. Okay. And we'll have the kid come in here. Or we'll have Hefe do his. I'll and, do Hefe's uh, for him because I didn't print it out, and I just have it over here in my email. All right, well, then we'll have the kid come in and uh, get his poem, and he can read his. Okay. Now, all right, here we go. You'll start with mine? Sure. Can I get a little shh? No. No. No, you're not going to. Do I have all permission right. to turn his mic off if this nope. gets bad? No, this, this is my poem. This is what happened to me during the week. Music. My girlfriend is angry, even a little pissed. She's not talking, laughing, not even a kiss. In the doghouse is where I reside. I almost choked when I swallowed my pride. Flowers and movie tickets I must buy if I ever want any more of a Pontang pie. The flowers worked well in the movie. What a pity. I bit the bullet and took her to see Sex in the City. The movie was awful, but it made her happy. New York bitches, marriage, yeah, it was sappy. The crabbiness left. She wasn't even snooty. When I got home, I had no problem when I went for the booty. As she slept, thoughts crept through my mind. After the hustle and bustle, did the punishment fit the crime? It occurred to me that I got off light. Flowers in that movie brought an end to the fight. Carelessness, carelessness is the word that comes to mind when describing why my girlfriend wanted to kick my behind. What did the satchel patch do, you might ask, to make his girlfriend want to kick his ass? I screwed up big time, no doubt. She heard Flip Satchel on last week's hideout. <laughs> All right, I like it. I'm not going to lie to you. I like it a little bit. So uh, Flip got in trouble last week. Big time. Yeah. All right, now, can we decipher that to English? You got in trouble because she heard some of the hideout? She heard the hideout and completely freaked out on me. Uh, all right, here's the thing. You know, the hideout is a, it's a gathering of four buddies. Mm. It's the gathering of you as well who is listening uh, either online or at home. Now, whenever you're around your buddies, you talk in a certain way that is not something you would like your chick to hear most times. No. That cost me a marriage. I am engaged to a woman who is very cool, can, can always hang out with the boys, and is right now listening to the show. So that's very that was very important for me, and that's when I knew I found myself a really good chick. You, however, have committed a cardinal sin because you had a chick that you didn't know whether or not you could... You could have her here. Oh, I knew. She honestly, to tell you the truth, what happened was I was looking for something and I was going through listening to old sound bites of the hideout, and something funny happened. Something funny happened on the air, and I took my headphones out. She was in the room. I said, "Hey, babe, listen to this." So I played her a little clip of it, and after the clip was over, I went and stuck my headphones back in, and she said, "Don't turn it off. I want to hear more." Oh, oh and uh, here's the uh, here real quick in between this, I have some uh, reactions and. Satchel's poem. Here we lay. Ears are bleeding. 
from Satchel's Poetry Reading. <laughs> All right, I get this from the Wild Hawk on the Instant Messenger. Please tell Satchel and Dubs it's poem, not poem. Poem. <laughs> Um, So understand that, first of all, when it comes to enunciation and to diction. How was Sex in the City? Oh, it was awful. It's just about those snooty broads running around New York and, and, you know, honestly, about the movie, you know, you think you might get to see some nudity, get get to see Kim Cattrall nude or something like that. That would have been great in the 80s. We got to see the redheaded version of Big Bird, you know, (laughs) a, a little shot of her. Uh, action up top with her, and that's about it. You know, a, a sex scene at the end, and that's all that was in there, pretty much. So I was actually disappointed going to the movie. I was like, something I got to do. I knew my girl really wanted to do it. This will make up for her. She'd been upset with me all week about what I'd said on the hideout and, and the fact that I wouldn't list, let her listen to all of it. So I was like, all right, I'll buy her flowers and tickets to see this movie she really wanted to go see. Is she listening right now? Absolutely not. I mean, she, I, I let her hear the, the clip she heard. And she was. What mostly, were we talking about? Uh, you turning down Poontang, and I said you can't trust a guy that would turn down Poontang. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's you're not a real man. And if Poontang ever comes my way, no matter what, I'm not turning it down. <laughs> I'm sure that, that made her real happy. Oh yeah, you know. And, Again, you can't have your chick around when you're no, talking with your boys. You can't. And uh, she she happened to get it, but I didn't let her listen to some of the bad parts, and that really what made her angry because she said I didn't like what you said, and you're not letting me hear the rest of it. Ooh. So I so, can only imagine. But, listen. Listen, listen. What is she? Is she, is she Cuban? Yeah, she's Cuban. You need to kick that bitch to the curb Absolutely. now. No, 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 no. Cubans are bitch crazy. Bitch, at a parade. They are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> just go and then leave. But and uh, maybe she'll make her way to Miami. It was all right. And, you know, after the movie, you know, uh, I sat through that, bought her flowers. And uh, Listen, uh, the, the movie was bad, but it was You fun. ever been with a Latin chick? Like, dated? Yeah, a girl from Guadalajara. Okay, let me tell you this. As, uh, as, as your friendly neighborhood Latino, well, jefe. They get fat, mm. and they get fat fast. Yeah, you, you don't even see it coming. They're bossy, yep. and they, they you can't trust them. You cannot trust them. Like Public Enemy said, can't trust it. Well, I had to get there. Cross that bridge when I come to it. Now, well, listen, why would you want to go to the bridge that you know is going to collapse? You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you are... Mothman prophecies. Exactly. I am telling you what is going to happen. You better pray she's not listening. No, yeah. Oh, there's you no know. way she I, has no. I, I, I didn't. I'm. I'm. Listen. Here's what I'm going to do. Know how? I know where you live. I know that I could get this tape to her, so I'm going to talk directly to your chick now. Beat it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're not good enough for the satchel patch. All right, let's move on. It's All the Hideout right. Hefe and Dubs 106.7 WJFK. You gonna go with your poem? Let's go with my poem. What are, what are we calling this bit right now? This one is and this uh, week in poetry. This week in poetry, and this is your personal stories in the poem form. Yes, I'd, l- I'd like to call this uh, dumb jam uh, poetry. Dumb. I thought it was make your ears bleed personally. Yeah, yeah. earache. All right. I ended my dry spell and finally got laid. It's a girl I used to date, so she didn't get paid. Excitement and thrill to once have sex with a girl. 20 minutes of fun, and then, yep, I'm done. Only a few minutes pass, and then I was in my car with my foot on the gas. This is how I act when it's all through. Sex is one thing, but cuddling I don't do. All right, I hated it. That was awful. That was was bad. Yeah, that That was was bad. bad. Uh... So, Dubs, you finally ended the dry spell. Yes. You were officially... And I was out of there four minutes after. <laughs> you were officially a heterosexual <laughs> again, mm-hmm. except for the poem you just did. So, uh, I'd explain this. What happened? You got laid? Yeah. Well, I knew 
I knew I was going to get laid. Um, I picked up uh, some flyers for one of my ex's um, businesses. Yeah. And I drove them out to her. And she said, I'll give you gas money. I'm like, no, nah, pay me some other way. Oh, you let her know how yeah. you wanted to get paid. Yeah, yeah. Should have got some gas money as well. Yeah, it seems like, it, it, you know, we're in tough economic times. <laughs> you know, I, the uh, my my uh, dry spell is more of a recession than the economy. I, I was now. How long had you gone without having sex? Been about six six and a half months. Ooh, yeah, yeah. No. It's worth driving. No, then. I think it was longer than that. I thought I don't you were closer so. to eight. Because the last time you had had sex was with the webcam girl, right? Mm, yeah, that was yeah. the last time, webcam girl. Yeah. So it's been, I think it's been closer to eight months. Mm. But now, how, now, listen, we can't get graphic, but like, was it was it awkward? I imagine like it was awkward a little bit. No, not at all, actually. Did you feel, I mean, like how did it, not even to say. Well, you said 20 minutes and I'm done in the poem. Was that since you walked through the door till you walked out? Or? No, no, uh, the act. That's good. Yeah, it took you that, it took a little long? That's, no. no, that's good. No, my 20 wrong. minutes is kind of long. No, that's really? long. That's long. This afternoon, I was like... 10, 5? No, like, you know, it was about 5 or 6. Yeah, that's good. Maybe though. 7 that's minutes. Good too. 5, 6 is good. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It was great. I'll ask her. <laughs> Oof, I know it was good. <laughs> so, um, so you felt like everything was cool, like everything was kosher? Yeah. Did you feel, did you finally feel yourself again a little bit because you had been with a woman? Yeah, I mean, there there was more of a... Was there real excitement there? Excitement and more confidence. Right. Yeah. That, that's Confidence is a builder. Once you do that and get yeah. that knocked out... Once now, you, yeah, it, it, it's kind of that uh, monkey off your back. Yeah, you, you, know, broke, where, you, you broke your slump. Now you, you got to go out there and hit for average. You go out there and uh, get it while the getting's good. <laughs> you're hot. You're on a roll. So is this going to be a regular thing that you're going to drive to this chick that's like an hour and a half Ooh, away? Probably not. I just don't have the drive. Really? Yeah. You gonna go did. another eight months? No, 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 no. It won't be that much. Now I know you've been you've been working multiple chicks. Yeah. So is this? Do you feel like this is gonna damage your standing with any of these other chicks? I don't believe so. I don't think so either. No. Like I think that if anything, it shows the other chicks they got to step up their game. Exactly. Or it gives you the confidence I can rock at twenty minutes and I don't have to be embarrassed about going in there and rocking two. So you know, step right up. All right. Now let me ask you about. By the way, it's a hideout. Have fan dubs. 106.7 WJFK. So let me ask you about this. Mm -hmm. uh, you immediately leave? Yeah, well, I, I, I planned it well. Where I'm like, you know, I have to be out by so and so time. I got to get back home, you know? And uh, she's like, oh, okay. And then... You do it? Do it. And I'm like, wow, look, it's almost that time. I better go. Now, when you're done, do you feel... Like, you feel no, good, feel, no, but do you I, feel, I feel like it's time to hit the door? Yeah. Oh, my, my head's on a swivel thinking, all right, how am I going to get out of here? What's my out strategy? That's why a lot of times now I do set up those out strategies early. <laughs> so you feel like... Because I do not want to be stuck there can. laying. Like you, had committed a, like you had committed a crime, right? Yeah. And so you're looking to get out. Yeah, before the cops show up. So how long total? Because you're dropping off flyers, you're having sex, and then you're bolting. How long total are you from at? the time I leave home till the time? No, okay. How long are you there in her house? Well, um, the time I'm there with her, or because I got there early before she got home from work, so I was sitting there waiting for her for about a half hour. Oh, that's uncomfortable. No, You're sitting there with the kid or what? No, the kid was uh, the kid was gone to her dad's that weekend. Okay, that's always um, good. But uh, playing her, with her toys. Her stepdad was there, 
sleeping, and he wakes up, and I'm sitting in the dark smoking a cigarette, and he goes, hey, where's so-and-so? Not here. And he's like, oh, okay. He just goes back and falls asleep. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. That's that's weird. A little bit. Was he drunk? I think so, probably. No, no. who was this again? Uh, her, her stepdad. Oh, stepdad is at the house? Yeah, because her mom just died, so... Uh, oh, man. Uh, God. I'm not, I'm Sympathy not, tank. Yeah, well, geez, and there you are just to swoop in. And yes. Way <laughs> to sweep her off her, her feet and bolt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Her mom dies, and then you come in to just take advantage, and then... Not taking advantage. Then you're I gone, helping, too. I was helping her take her mind off of it for a little bit, She too. needed a strong male influence in her life, and her stepdad was drunk and passed out, so Dubs <laughs> had to come in there yeah, and uh, show her how things were going to be. I was understudy. All right, here's a poem from the Wild Hawk. People are, you idiots, and now people are starting to write their own poem. Took a dump, also slept, punched my girl, and she wept. That's right. good. Haku! It is the Hideout FN Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. I don't want the listeners to start doing their own Why not? We can personal have a, week in review via poem. Open mic. We can have open mic night on the IM. Yeah. I'm not interested. Um, all right. Whose poem do you want to do next? Go ahead, Faze. Dubs, you wrote a poem for me? Yes. All right, and you're going to read mine. This one's called Kick to the Curb. Okay. <laughs> Pepe's engaged. His life has been put in a cage. Hold on. It's supposed to be bros before hoes, but Dubs is kicked out with only his clothes. Why is this the way it goes? Is his man period on the flow? Or is it that he just can't see his toes? Gee, come on. Only Hefe. Only Hefe knows. All right, uh, that was awful. Why? And I'll say this. Uh, it's the Hideout Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. This week, I asked Dubs to move out. Yes. Dubs has been living with me and my chick for the last, how many months? 15, 16 months? That. Yeah. Um, ever That's a year. That's like the woman who says, oh, my baby's 16 months old. No, he's a year and a little bit. He's a year old. He's almost a year and a half. Yeah, so it, he's been be closer to a year and a half. All right. Mm-hmm. But the thing with Dubs is that after Dubs' chick left him for another man, yeah, uh, he was still living in Orlando. I was living in Tampa. I said, listen, brother, come on down. You can live with me and my chick. We'll help you get back on your feet. Mm-hmm. All right? Plus, we were trying to keep the, the team together. I didn't want him to have to move up to D.C. I'm sorry, to Michigan. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on, move in. We'll even take your stupid dog. My dog's wonderful. And we'll try to make everything better. So So what ends up happening is for the first, I don't know, six months, Dubs sits in his little room doing drugs, collecting unemployment, being a... Living it up! I've I've done that. Being a teenager beyond teenagers. But I understand this is a process. You know what I mean? Finally, he gets back on his feet. He finally gets a job. Things start happening for us. Everything's coming together. Now, in the last, I don't know, three or four months, Dubs finally has full-time employment again. Yep. He's finally on his feet. Everything's good. Things Time. are happening in our careers for the most part. There's, there's, We're finally off the beach. Everything is better. I just got engaged with my chick, and it's just time. Plus, the other thing, too, like, let me finish. Let me, let me let throw me... this in there, and you can finish. The one thing is, when he... Finally decided to, stay, to say, "Okay, this is done. You have to move out." He was he was a prick the whole day. 
you just walk around pissed at me. You couldn't be like, hey, bro, I have something to talk to you about. I was mad I about to, other things. I had to drag it out of you. I was mad about other things, and I didn't want you to think that, that my awful day was the reason I wanted you moving out. Listen, I had a grown-ass man and his awful dog living in our house for 14, 15, 16 months, and it was just enough already. I think he is at the point where he can go be a big boy and live his own life. And that's really what it was all about. You 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 just you overstayed your welcome. I, I asked if you wanted me to move out many times before. No, no, I want you to stay here. You were I, like, like well, you. I guess I, I guess I'll move back no, to Michigan. No, no, I, I I asked you. Is it time I go? No, no, stick around, stay, stay, stay. Because I knew you nowhere. He he gets all pissy on me. I love how it's out of nowhere. You're just like my ex-wife, where it's like out of nowhere. No, you should have seen. When you were living with us for the first four or five months, and you're up in your room, huddled in a corner, uh, all drugged out. I was collecting, all drugged out. Collecting unemployment. There are you? We all know your drug past, all right? So let's not pretend like we don't know about it. Dubs is a heroin addict, and I didn't want to admit it right here freely on the air, but he I am is. not a heroin addict. Look at I have no tracks. Anything's worth doing is worth doing right. Yeah. So anyway, there it is. The other reason that I told him it's time for him to move out, too, is because of the fact that I see him too much. Like, we do three radio shows together, mm. and we already know everything that we could possibly know about each other. So for the good of our careers, it's time for us to get out from under the same roof. Have you made any progress finding a, an apartment yet? Actually, I'm going to look at one tomorrow. Perfect. Take it. <laughs> and then we'll just, there's no pressure, though, for you to move out. But take that, please, immediately. And then everything's going to be a lot better. All right, so Dubs is officially out of my life. I mean my house. Um, now it's time for the kids. Come here and get your point. You, you can read it. You can read it. No, you got to read it. No, no, you no, no. You got to read it. He read his. You can read mine. Just do it. We'll switch next time you get to write whatever the hell you want to Come read on, about the kid. me. Come on, okay. the kid. It's Come not on. that bad. All right. It's actually pretty entertaining. It's the it's the week in you know week in review in his mind. All right, the week in review in his mind. Uh, why don't you take Dubs' mic? Use this one over here. Over here. Yeah, go over there. We'll give you this. And mm -hmm. Satchel wrote this for you. All right, so have a seat and read your poem. It's the Kid McLovin, and it's his poem. All right, now all these poems are the weeks in review. So for the Satchel Patch, he got in trouble because his girlfriend heard the hideout, so he had to take her to go see Sex in the City. Mm. J-Dubs finally got laid, bolted immediately as soon yeah. as he got laid. For me, the poem that you wrote for me was the fact that I kicked you out uh -huh. uh, this week. Or I didn't kick you out, but I told you it's time for you to find a new place to live. So now we have the kid McLovin and his week in review via poem. To batch or not to batch, that is the question. The pressure to run a batch looms large. I can do this. I will take charge. Is this right or wrong? I cannot decide. In my tummy is where that funny feeling resides. <laughs> I will not do it. I will not. I, I will stand strong. Oh, no. <laughs> but this thought process makes it grow long. 30 <laughs> thoughts, please leave my brain. All of this filthiness is driving me insane. Maybe if I can go to the bathroom and just close the door. No, 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 I can't do that. That makes me a <laughs> To batch or not to batch, it, it's not that simple. I think I like breasts, especially if they're ample. I also love sports and all the jocks. I, I'm not reading that. Gotta read it. <laughs> Come on. I think about them naked and they're big. Stop. I'm not gay. I like, I like bitches. If I go to a strip club, there might be movement in my britches. All right, hold on. Reread re that sentence. 
did you run spell check on this? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Which one did you want me to reread? The, the last stanza. Uh, I'm not gay. I like bitches. If I go to a strip club, there might be movement in my britches. Hair lips and C-sections sound a little dirty. I bet they talk a lot and even act flirty. Bad thoughts, please leave. Please leave my head. I feel queasy. I'm going to bed. In my sleep, I hide from my pain. In the morning, my sheets have a, my bed sheets have a stain. <laughs> I get to write one about you next week. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now the kid McLovin. That was obviously very dirty. Mm. Yeah. I cannot believe that you have thoughts like that, and that yeah. your whole you're going to hell. Your whole process during the week was whether or not to run a batch. You need to work on your poetry timing. <laughs> you, you you rush through it. It's yeah. to batch yeah. or yeah. not to batch. All right, really? that is the question. Yeah, no, absolutely. But that was fun. That yeah. was good. All right, now let's ask the quit the kid McLovin really quickly. You um, first of all, I loved your poem. I think it was great. I think you executed it perfectly. Can I, can I teach him how to how to uh, how to run spell check? Yeah, absolutely. At some point, there's no doubt about it. But the bigger question is, is that a debate you actually had in your mind this week as to whether or not? Because you said you've never you've never self pleasured before, correctly? Correct. Right, right, right. So you've just never done it before. Correct. Then did you have the debate at all this week whether or not that poem is true or not? But did that. Did that conversation ever come up in your mind of, I think this is the week I really want to do it? It never crossed my mind this week. Wow. Do you think about it? Like I that... don't even think about it. Until I come in here and you guys start talking about it, I don't even think about that is it. A, the, but you, do you understand where we are? He probably doesn't, but you don't understand where we are coming from? Like, that is shocking to us. I, I Because I, that runs our life a lot of times. It like, does. I got to... Uh, I got to be late for work today because I haven't ran one, and <laughs> I just need to do it. The time to... is now. Yeah. Like, like I got some today. Like I, I laid the pipe today, man. I was awesome. You still want to do it? And I might go. I might go back to the hotel and do it again. Like I was great today, man. Like two or three times a day. Sometimes I've been, you know, gotten some booty before, and then immediately after, thirty minutes after, I'm in the bathroom hovering, right, doing, doing it. Yeah, and doing your thing. But it never entered your mind. No, that was amazing it, to us. It really didn't. Mm. Uh, all right, the wild hog says McLovin laughs like the cowardly lion from Wizard of Oz. You know what? Some courage. Some courage. I want. I want to tickle him sometime. No, you're not going to tickle the kid. Do, do you stay. You stay in there. I'll lock this door. <laughs> yeah, you stay in there. He's in another room. It, but don't you think he would just kind of giggle playfully? All right, but the fact that you want to bring that out of him. Yeah, and that he that, appears, that is sick. I'm going to go. It'd be hilarious. Right and the fact that he appears underage says to me that you, sir, are a pedophile. <laughs> tickle monsters come to get you. Tickle, tickle monster. monster. No, it's not happening. Uh, really quickly, before we take a break, we come back and we play this little game to wrap up the hideout tonight. Uh, last week, at the end of last week's show, I don't know how many people get to hear it because we had some technical problems, but we asked you for a game plan. Because there's a specific girl that you have your eye on, and you said that you had a game plan for maybe trying to hit on her. If you call it that. All right. What Do you have that? I told you to do some homework and to bring in that game plan so we really can know about it. how you're going to approach a chick. Again, for those of you that don't know, the kid McLovin is 26 years old, uh, and he's a virgin. Mm -hmm. He's a great kid. He's a virgin. But as you have heard, he's not even remotely interested in sex and even being with himself. So the pressure to batch looms large is false statement. It really is. You don't think about it. He doesn't think about it. He whatsoever. doesn't think about it. But he does like chicks because we were like, well, yeah. maybe he's asexual. But now, that's what it says. I'm not gay. I like bitches. If I go to a strip club, there might be movement in my britches. Exactly. So let's hear 
uh, your game plan for this chick that you have met that you think might be into you? Okay, uh, it's kind of simple. I'm going to uh, either do, like, ask her out to, like, either... Does that even have to do with uh, broken beer bottles? No, no. Okay. No. I didn't, I didn't go that direction. Okay. I'm going to ask her out to either, like, Narragatos or an Outback or something along... Applebee's? No, no. Uh, what about... Gluten. What about a steak and shake? Or, or where the hell did you get <laughs> no, me? No, 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 no. I have a very simple rule. Where'd you get a steak and ale? Steak if, and if ale. It, if it has a drive-thru, I'm not interested. Okay, yeah. but you're going to ask her to go out to dinner, though. Right. All right, that's a bad move, first of all. Yep. Dinner is always awkward. You need to take her to a place. A movie or something. No, bar. movie is bar. awful. Bar. Movie is awful. Bar is awful. You need to take her to a Church. place. Dinner, movie, bar, all awful. Where, yes, yes. Where else is there? No, I'll tell you exactly where Not there a is. basement. A basement's awful as well. Take her to the zoo. The zoo. <laughs> Hold on a second. What? Hold on. Retards love the zoo. Let me finish. <laughs> you take her to the zoo. You take her to a theme park. You take her somewhere where she can have fun. The two of you can talk and interact naturally. Dude. Because if you're... Hold on a second. Let me finish because I'm a genius. All right. Okay. okay. All right. I, what you do is you take her to a place where there is an automatic conversation starter. If you go to the movie, it is awkward. Because you don't know how to sit next to each other. You're just sitting there staring forward. It Hands in the lap. It doesn't allow you to get to know each other. Okay? Sweaty palms. Do I hold the, her hand? The movie, exactly. When you go to dinner initially, it's mm. awkward because you're sitting there. You're staring at each other. There's nothing to start a conversation. You have to start the conversation. But if you go to, like, the zoo, obviously there are things going on that you can easily talk about. You're walking around. Better than that is the theme park. And let me tell you why the theme park is so brilliant. You go to the theme park, you get on like a roller coaster or something, you get that adrenaline rush. There's, an, there's a shared adrenaline rush when you're on a ride together. All of a sudden, the two of you are all hyped up, you got the endorphins going, it's almost like that post-sex thing. Connection. And she, and she begins to relate that with you. Secondly, and I'll let you get in real fast, Dubs, secondly, there's the opportunity for touching. Now, I, sound, I know it sounds creepy, but there's some sort of touching that will go on when you're at a theme park because you're sitting next to each other or whatever, and there's automatic conversation starter. Now, one thing you want to think about is I think I think he's right with the theme park being the good first date because you don't plan on getting laid on the first date anyway. Yeah. That's very nice. Because, because if you do think you're going to get laid, you don't want to go someplace where she's going to be sweating a lot and you're going to be sweating a lot. That's, <laughs> that's, the last that's where I was going. It's you, only 96 degrees outside. Let's go to a theme park or the zoo. Yeah. Come on, you've waited 26 years. You can wait two more days. Yeah, you, I'm telling you, was that not brilliant? That, that really is. I, I heard that explained so eloquently when I first heard it. I was like, that's ridiculous, a theme park. But then when you say you go on a roller coaster and she's scared. you know, I don't do roller coasters you. either. Oh, my God. Uh, well, the Ferris do wheel. You, do you do anything that involves movement? Uh, go to you, the penguin exhibit for crying out loud. Talk about how cute they are. Are you sure you aren't 70? Do you just want to <laughs> sit around with her and watch the McLaughlin group? I know. That's the thing. We're acting like the kid's 15, 16. He could actually be 74 with the way he acts. Take her to putt-putt. Yeah, putt-putt is a, is a better one. You know, I, I think the theme park is really the way to go. Water park? If you have a good body? That eliminates me. That eliminates me too. I'm scrawny. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm fat. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I really am, man. I've gotten big. But so that's I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go to a water park. But theme park is perfect, my man. Ah, jeez, if he can't do that, what's he gonna do then? How do we go? What do we do with him at that point? All right, 
continue with your 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 list. So you're going to, to Applebee's app Outback, and you're going to spend a lot of money on her. All right, what's next, the kid? Then either like since it's going to be in the evening when it is cool and it's not 96 degrees out, I was thinking like either like go down to the pier or like beach or something. No. You have to make conversation, and you're not good at conversation. You admitted that. <laughs> that's that's nothing to nothing to talk about. You know, if you take her to the beach, you can grab a bag of Cheetos because he who has the Cheetos controls the seagulls. Put a speedo <laughs> on and run up and down the beach, throwing Cheetos on everybody like you're Santa Claus and, and watching the birds <laughs> deuce on everybody. But other than that, I don't, I don't know what you're going to do at the and beach. I wouldn't take her to the beach either because there will be hunky dudes around there yeah. that she will be looking at as opposed to looking at you. Good call. So that right, the, true. The, the beach is. The beach is actually, that's a really bad idea. The pier stinks of rotten fish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then, like, if she she associates the rotten fish smell with you, that's not going to be very good. What about because you're associated with her later on, so. A arcade. Something like a, a, an adult arcade or something like that. Okay, uh, what's your next step? Uh, that's about where I was. Holy Christ. <laughs> wow, that was all you got so far. That was all I got so far. All right. Have you ever heard of a rape trail? <laughs> no, stop it. It is the Hideout FA and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Um, that is the kid, McLovin. Uh, I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs, and that is the Satchel on this Saturday night. Coming up, Joe Radio at 9 o'clock. Uh, yeah, that's kind of disappointing, i got to be honest with you. You're going to have you're gonna ha go another 26 years with that game plan. Yeah, you got to rework the game plan. Sporting event. Sporting event, a race could, game. Yeah, race game. Yes. yeah, you could take her to a baseball game. Absolutely. That gives you something to talk about. And I, that's something that you're real knowledgeable about, so that could help I'd be you in my comfort but zone don't, there. Don't get too dorky with it. Explain the game what? more than the stats. I, I'm not big on the baseball game because I took my girl to a baseball game uh, kind of early on in the relationship. And baseball's a slow game, so there's a lot of downtime. And there's a lot of talking and, and the, explaining and stuff like that. Yeah, and the last thing you want to do is sit there and talk with the cuban chick so it's really <laughs> honestly the first the first you know when the, we didn't talk that much to begin with we, uh -huh. we liked being around each other we didn't have to talk that much it was great and i'm a talker yeah i, I had nothing to say to her obviously um all right let's um do you want to play the game then sure do we want to play the game um you know, i don't know i gotta go to the restroom though i gotta be honest i think i need a quick bathroom break can we do a two minute break so i can literally run down to the bathroom and then we'll come back is that all right can evan get that together and then we'll come back on the other side. We'll line up the people to play hideout or hogwash. Because I feel like I'm about to explode. I got this gallon of water, and I've been drinking these uh, these energy drinks the whole time. I had them set it up for the top of the hour. Wait, hold on one minute. All right. I just need a very quick break. So I get literally a bathroom break. Um, well, let's set up the game and what it is. And the people, if they want to get together on the instant messenger so we can play the game. It's called hideout or hogwash. We're going to give you a few different scenario situations. All you got to do is decide if it's something that happened in one of our past. You don't even have to identify the one person it happened to, just any of us. And we're going to have some fake ones sprinkled in there, too. So you just say hideout or hogwash. We cannot do the phones right now because of a power surge back at the main, the mainland. Right. So... We're doing it all through the Instant Messenger. Go to AOL, Instant Messenger, Hideout Radio, hop on there, and uh, we can do it. And we can get your information. Not only that, but uh, we got a prize to give away that includes uh, going to see Get Smart with Steve Carell and Anne Hathaway. It actually looks pretty good. We'll take a literally like a three-minute break so you know, I can go uh, bathroom break, and then we'll be back in the hideout uh, and play this game on 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Oh, no!
godless sodomite. The hideout. Or we will destroy this place. Hideout. Coming down the home stretch is the hideout 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs. With our new friends, the Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin. Uh, literally like five, ten minutes. Ten minutes left in the show. At the end of the show, too, we'll have one final the Kid McLovin hideout minutes update. And then uh, we'll get out of here and uh, make way for Joe Radio on this Saturday night. All right, let's get in. Let's in. Do we have some people on the instant messenger that want to yes, play the game? Yes, we do. Is Evan Cool playing and the intern? and Of course. And, Evan uh, and Peter. Evan and Peter. And then the, the Kid McLovin also doesn't know really what this game is either. Uh, like, he doesn't know the answers to it. So we'll uh, we'll get it all set up. Once again, Dubs, explain what is the game. It's the it's hideout, or- hideout or hogwash. Uh, we're going to give you different scenarios. Some of them true, some of them fake. The true ones are ones that happen to hideout members. The fake ones are hogwash. And this is just this is quick getting to know you exercise. Because yeah. here in the hideout, I'm El Jefe. I'm... You know, I'm just kind of the, the regular dude. I'm mm-hmm. engaged. You know what I mean? I kind of drive the bus. It's 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 my hideout that I share with Dubs that we've built together. We get together weekly to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Dubs is the one raised in Fowlerville, Michigan. Bit crazy. A uh, bit racist. Uh, Satchel Patch is our crazy redneck cousin who uh, has come in here. And the kid McLovin is like our little brother. That guy that we've taken under our wing. Uh, who is 26 years old and a virgin. So, now, hideout or hogwash, this is between the three of us, though. The, the kid McLovin didn't put in on this, correct? No, he did not. It's between, uh, and you don't have to tell, uh, say which one actually did it, but it's between me, J-Dubs, El Jefe, and Satchel Patch. All right, and you have to decide if it was a hideout member or if it's hogwash. We're going to start off with Walt, and uh, I'll say it real quick. We'll get... Uh, Twink, the kid McLovin's uh, uh, answer, and we'll get the uh, intern, Peter, and... Uh... All right, let me hit the open for this. Okay. It's time to play Hideout or Hogwash. Hogwash. All right, Dubs, give us the uh, give us the scenario. The first one. Was a Hideout member driven to the STB clinic by his mother? Is that Hideout <laughs> or Hogwash? Okay. Is a hideout or hogwash a hideout member driven to the SD, STD clinic by his mother? Um, let's go with uh, the kid McLovin first. Is that hideout or hogwash? Hogwash. Okay, let's go to Peter the intern. What is your guess, Peter? Peter the intern's guess is hogwash. Let's... And Evan picked hideout. All right. Now, now, Walt is on uh, on delay. Hopefully, he is getting this right now, and he can guess hideout or hogwash. Okay. Well, we can actually go ahead now, because he's probably gone ahead and put in his answer, so we can yeah. probably go ahead and give what the correct answer was. Since the phones are down, we're playing this on the Instant Messenger. J-Dubs, is that hideout or is it hogwash? That is hideout. Ding, 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 ding. Are you serious? Flip satchel. Oh, my. All right, tell me the story. Did you already tell the story on the air? Uh, I'm not sure. I was asleep in my apartment. I forgot my mom was coming, and it was about six days after I slept with a girl. And uh, my mom come up there around 10 o'clock in the morning. Of course, I'm asleep. She's beating on the door. I finally let her in. I'm like, what? And so I go to the bathroom after I let her in, and I go as I'm using the restroom. I 
feel the burn pretty much. I was like, oh, my goodness. And she's wanting to go have lunch, wanting to go to the mall, <laughs> wanting to do all kinds of things. And I was like, Ma, I can't. I kind of have an emergency. And I try to, you know, get out of it and stuff like that. I wasn't able to get out of it. I was like, Mom, here it is. This is the problem. We got to go to the clinic. And we did. It was how ashamed was she of you? Oh, she was embarrassed. We The whole ride, we pretty much didn't say anything. The whole time I'm sitting here waiting for her to say, you know, what's the problem? And uh, I had to tell her. I had the... The clap? Yeah. And Walt did get it correct. He said hideout. It just popped in. Fantastic. So congratulations. Because they're on delay because he's listening online. Yes. Again, he has to get two out of three correct if he wants to be a winner. If you want to play, because the phones are down, we're doing this on the Instant Messenger hideout radio. Again, the Instant Messenger is hideout radio. Once you get everything taken care of, what does your mom say? Like, does she give you any sort of talking to? Like, you got to stop being with women. you got to dome it, anything? I was 23 years old. So, you know, those talks probably out the window when I'm having to be taken to the clinic. That's the saddest uh, thing. I'm 23 yeah, at that point. It's, it's uh, <laughs> a good thing. Very awkward. One of the most awkward moments I've ever had with my mom. There was actually one that was worse. Uh, we'll save that for a later time. All right. It's time to play Hideout or Hogwash. All right. Here's the second question. Game show sweep of the nation. Walt. I just I am Walt. The question I'm about to ask, and we'll get this right away. I'd love to, if he thinks it's hideout. I'd love for him to put in there. It doesn't matter, but yeah. if he thinks it's put in who he thinks it is. Did a hideout member run up a three hundred dollar uh, phone bill on his mom's phone for phone sex? All right, is that hideout or hogwash? We'll wait for uh, Walt's answer. In the meantime, let's go to the kid McLovin. Is that hideout or hogwash running up a three hundred dollar phone bill for sex lines? The more I hear, the more I learn about you guys, the more I'm going to say that anything you guys say is hideout. Okay, hideout? so who do you think it was? Uh, gosh, I'm going to go with uh, Satchel Patch. Alrighty, all right, Evan back at the uh, at the studio said hogwash, and Peter said hideout. Okay, so hideout's winning right now, and let me get. Walt's answer, and then I'll give you the real answer. On the Instant Messenger, which is on Hideout Radio. That's the way we're forced to play the game because the phones are down because of a power surge. Walt said hogwash, and no, he is incorrect. That is Hideout. Who was it? That was me. (laughs) (laughs) I was probably about 14, and this this story is kind of bad because um, I did it, you know. I called these things many times. Ran up $300, ran up to the point where they're like, we can't charge any more to your phone. Wow. So you'll have, to, you'll have to hang up and call back. And, you know, I was just sitting there talking with the girls. You, know, I was, you didn't even do anything? I, sometimes, sometimes. Right. But, at you know, the one long conversations are just when you're talking with them. Because after you finish up or whatever, you you hang up. You don't even say bye to him. Right. You just... You, you wonder why you get out of the door and, and you leave and drive back to... And I, I denied, denied, denied to my mom, you know? You said someone else was doing uh, it. Yeah. So she called the company and they taped those phone calls. Oh, no! Oh, Did no. she hear that it was you? Yes. It was oh, nice. oh, like, no. Are you describing stuff and things like that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, uh, no, that's my mom's awful. Like, my mom's like, <laughs> I know you... awful. My mom's like, I know you did it. I heard your voice in the phone call. (laughs) And so you probably sounded like the kid McLovin back then when you were 14 years old. Without a doubt. And they didn't say anything because you probably sounded young. Yeah, they'd always say that. But I'm like, no, no. And I would never lie to them, though. They'd always ask you um, uh, what you do for a living. I'm like, I'm I'm a dishwasher. Because you were at the time. (laughs) I wonder if the kid McLovin called one if they would believe him. 
Can we do I, that? Can not we, from here. We can't set up that bit? Oh, that's too bad. Maybe we have to go to another location to yeah. do that. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Well, Walt needs to get uh, this next one correct if he's going to end up winning the prize. Yes. Uh, J-Dubs. It's time to play Hideout or Hogwash. Hogwash. Did a Hideout member do it, or is it Hogwash? It's uh, 106.7 WJFK. Walt, here's your final question. Did a Hideout member cry the first time he had sex, or is it Hogwash? All right. Well, he deciphers that. They're not all awful. The kid McLovin, depending on the woman. The that, kid, that's you, hogwash. You, you guys are all partying after that happens. All right, he says it's hogwash. Let's go to uh, Peter the intern and Evan running the talk and roll controls for us in the Fairfax studios, whether or not they think that's hideout or hogwash. Um, hideout radio is the instant messenger in which you can uh, play this game if you want to be next up. I think we we'll probably do one. Oh, man, we're out of time already. Mm. We're already out of time. All right, let's get this. We'll have to save this game. We can, we can do this next week. Yeah. yeah, we can do it next week. Well, the Satchel Patch isn't going to be here, though, so we may have to wait two weeks to do it. Unless we want to... You know what might be pretty good, Satchel Patch? Is we can do this next week, but you pre-tape any of your stories. Right. And then we can actually play the tape back, you know, of yeah. you explaining the story of what it is. So that actually, that's a way to get around that so we can do that next week. What's the final? Uh, well... On the IM, he says hogwash, and he is correct. That is hogwash. No one cried Congra- the first time they had sex. Congratulations, my man. You are indeed a winner, Walt. What, what do you think we are, homos? Yeah, exactly. There's no <laughs> way. All right, that's going to do it for this. Um... You got one more just for I got... All right, I'll do one just for I us mean, just because, you know, the out music's going. And stay tuned. We are going to do one final The Kid McLovin Hideout Minute update. Um, let's see, uh, been caught by parents with male gay porn. Is that hideout or hogwash? Hideout or hogwash, caught by parents with male gay porn. The kid, what do you think? That's hideout. Um, well, it wasn't me. So, you know, is that hideout or hogwash? I don't know. Who did, who is, you think it's hideout? Who did it? You. He thinks the Sadger Patch did it. Well, we know his stories already. So. Yeah, we do know that he has. He's a... correct. It was you. It was me. Your parents caught you. Tell the story. My mom called me with gay porn. It, one of these things I would do, I would go to the back of these magazines, and it always have these enhancements ads, and the guy would be holding, you know? Yeah. And so I, I would get scissors, and I would cut him out, and I would go to friends' rooms in their picture frames, and I'd slip them in the corners. <laughs> and so, because nobody ever looks at pictures when they walk into a room, but once a guest comes in, that's the first thing they look at is pictures. So they'd come into roommates' rooms, and there would be just male guys up there, you know, doing doing that right there. One day, I cut out like 20 pieces of this stuff, forgot about it, left it in my pocket, went home from college. My mom's doing the laundry, and I get home, and on top of the washer, there's like 20 of these cutouts of these guys sitting there holding it. And I was like, oh, my. And she was like, what is this? And so, no, no, Mom, it's not what you think. This is what I do with it. This is what these are for. Oh, then it's okay. And, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty good. I figured it would have been you, Dubs. Really? Yeah. No. I'm not that careless. <laughs> have you ever seen gay porn before? Yes. Um, like- me, and, uh, me and my friends, we were uh, house-sitting when we were, like, 14 or 15 years old. So I'm just watching their house and their pets for a weekend and we broke into their porn stash snatched one up 
took it home with us. Popped in the big screen TV. It was when big screens weren't that, yeah. you know, popular. They didn't have all of them out there. So we're like, awesome. We're going to watch porn on the big screen. <laughs> it was two dudes in a barn. Really? Wow. Just wow. rolling it. So the parents, y'all, y'all dug into the parents' stash? Yeah, and they had gay porn in there. They were freaks. Now, what do you think about that? Like, the guy you were with, did you ever tell him your parents into this kind of thing? Yeah, no, it was it was like uh, just like a, a family friends of uh, one of the my friends. You know, oh. and they said, hey, do you, would, your, uh, would your kid mind coming over and watching our place? Yeah, why not? Right, 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 right. Yeah, I've seen gay porn before. It, uh... Alone. No, it was actually at a party. You know, speech, speech and debate <laughs> at Texas Tech University. It was a party, and they had it on. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, it's very awkward. Like, the whole way gay sex works, it's un... I'm going to say, I don't want to say it's unnatural. I mean, I guess because partly whatever, but I don't judge that way. But it's weird, it's like... gross. No, 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 there's like an order on how everything goes. I don't know. It's very... I don't know. Maybe we can talk about it another time. Nonetheless... All right, uh, go. The podcasts will be updated, if not by tomorrow. Then they'll be update, uh, updated by Monday. Uh, so you can get those from WJFK.com. Also, too, the Satchel Patch is going to post the poems from this week on hideoutheretics.net. Go there, join, discuss the show, uh, find old videos, old shows, everything up on that. Hideout Radio is the instant messenger during the week. Hideoutradio.com. Uh, is the website that's going to be uh, redesigned here very shortly. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. You guys have a fantastic rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Stay tuned for the final, the Kid McLovin update, coming directly after this. And then Joe Radio is on the way. All of that on uh, 106.7 WJFK. Until next time, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the Kid McLovin. In this hour of the Hideout, we had Poetry Hour. We talked about J-Dubs getting thrown out of El Jefe's place. We talked about Satchel Patch's girlfriend being mad after listening to the Hideout. Satchel Patch wrote a poem for the kid to read. The Satchel Patch admitting to having his mom drive him to the STD clinic. J-Dubs talked about running up a $300 cell phone bill on his mom's phone. Satchel, Satchel Patch admitted to his parents catching him with gay porn. I'm the kid and now you're up to date. 3000